Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi there, this is Matthew Mercer, resident Game Master here at Critical Role, to welcome you to this podcast version of the show. If you'd like to watch the stream as it airs, you can catch it Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can access the video on demand immediately after the broadcast, and it also becomes available on YouTube Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific. Podcast episodes land right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network on Thursdays a week after the initial broadcast. Okay, with that info dump out of the way, let's dive into the story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, we do! Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, before we get started, I want to go ahead and uh, give a nice uh, thank you and talk a little bit about our fantastic sponsor for Campaign 2 since the very beginning, our friends at D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond, everybody. Um, if you're just joining us, uh, you might uh, not remember this, uh, but uh, I love D&D Beyond so much. I love the app, I love the platform, I love the company, I love the people. I love it so much that I want to be in control of it and run the company, which is why I'm running for president of D&D Beyond. I launched my campaign a month or two ago. It's going great. Lots of fundraising. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for donations for, from, from you guys. Nope. Um, it's in process. Uh, that's what those envelopes were that I slipped under your chairs? No? Oh, yeah. Those are, yeah. Anyway, right. it's, those are not tax deductible. Um, anyway, I'm pleased to announce today that uh, I have an opponent. It's a big part of running for, for office is to have an opponent and to know who you're facing. So a lot of nominations came in, a lot of suggestions. Some people couldn't do it. Marisha was actually technically too young to run. Uh, Taliesin, not a citizen of the United States. Fun fact. Uh, also, not sure where he is a citizen of. This country doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Uh, Travis didn't pass the IQ test, so what we're left with was the opponent that, that will be running against me for the presidency of D&D Beyond is. What are you doing? Oh, is it a drum roll? Liam O'Brien! We're friends, so I hope we run a respectful campaign. We're I don't frenemies. Yeah, so I, 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 am gonna do my best to not, to not. Well, the problem here is I'm sort of a master of media. Wow. Like I'm, I'm politically savvy. The people love me. I've been doing this for a while. I got Danny Carr as my campaign manager. I've got it going on. So I don't know what you got in store for this campaign, but it's not going to be all that. But I, whatever, I'll give you the floor. <laughs> Let's see what you got. 
Well, all I can say is thank fuck for a two-party system. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam Regal, you're adorable, you're quick-witted, you're clever, you're good in bed, but this is the adult's table. Roll the motherfucking clip! A message from Liam O'Brien. My fellow table toppers, I'm coming to you in these dark times to bring sense and reason to the table. For too long has our great game been sliding into a lugubrious den of iniquity, malfeasance, and ineptitude. We live in a world where any Tom, Dick, and Harry can come waltzing into the hallowed halls of both Dungeons and Dragons with half-baked backstories and cockney accents in hand and run roughshod over the time-honored traditions of fantasy make-believe. My opponent in the race to be president of D&D Beyond has relied too long on charm, quick thinking, creative character choices, and that cartoonishly large parasail he calls a smile. Sure, he and his compatriots have peddled you a steady stream of things like heart, humor, complex exploration of the human condition, and the playing of roles in this role-playing game. But at what cost? At what cost? As your next president of D&D Beyond, I am running on a platform of accountability on the rule of law and the law of the rules. I promise a new era of gravity and honor. No longer will Hunter's Mark be mismanaged. Rages will be raged when it is indeed time to rage, whether you'd like to or no. And so help me Larkin, every rogue will know precisely when and how to implement the assassinate feature. Enough is enough. My opponent would have you believe that D&D is about story, adventure, magic and wonder. Don't you believe it, my friends. Don't you believe it. With me as your next president, we will rediscover the true joy of gaming. Systemic memorization. 2D4. Or not 2D4. That is the question. Thank you. And God's bless D&D Beyond. I'm Sam Regal's husband, and I approve this message. Oh, wow. I mean, that's just... I leave it up to the people to decide. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I don't have a video. I don't have a logo. I don't have American flags behind me or wheat fields or whatever that shit was. Danny, what are you doing to me? We need a video. I have, ooh, ooh, you're going down. Remember what I said about respectful campaign? Fuck that. The clothes are off, motherfucker. You're going down. I will rule the Beyond. Back to you, Matt. Complete with voice brand. Uh, well, thank you, Liam. We'll settle oh. in the bedroom. <laughs> and thank you, our friends at D&D Beyond. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. So, next announcement. Uh, for those who haven't seen, The Search for Grog, our special Vox Machina one-shot from our live show in LA, will air tomorrow night. So tune in to the Critical Role Twitch channel at 7 p.m. Pacific to watch it. If you missed the live broadcast, you can check out the VOD on Saturday at youtube.com slash criticalroll. Uh, Travis, you got some things. Uh, not Travis, Laura, actually. You've got some <laughs> hey, things. I'm That's Laura. you. We're like You're Laura. You're Travis. Yeah, to be fair, you guys do. Yes. 
also, just a reminder, the pre-orders for our amazing Mighty Nine of Box Machina art prints, um, those end tonight oh, at 11.59. That's signed and unsigned. Go to the store if you want them, because once they're gone, they're gone. Ooh. Also speaking of once they're gone, they're gone. I've got one more thing that I want to tell you about. Which is... Which is... <laughs> so, so at our live show for the Search for Grog, we had posters for sale for the Search for Grog, and we thought we sold out of them, but then we found an extra box. <laughs> so we're putting them in the store. Um, yeah, so we have these. cool. These are in the store right now. There's not a whole lot of them, so if you grab one, go to the store right now, and you can find them. Once they're gone, they're gone for Do real we, because they're not. Uh, there's no more. I've, I, know, I don't have one of those. <laughs> And They're limited. we will grab some out of the box okay. before no. they go to no, the store. No, the people need them more than us. Yeah, yeah. We can no, photocopy You're right, we don't no, have these. It's, 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 it's fine, it's so, fine. So yeah, I have a need. in honor of Search for Grog. <laughs> Yay. That's my announcement, Travis. Oh, do you have an announcement? There, Travis. You got oh, some. Yeah. Oh, I should say though, I should definitely say, the art is by Hugo. Takayuki art. Takayuki art. And it's so, so I'm not showing the... Okay, I'm stopping. The infamous card. Get away from me, camera. <laughs> Travis? Yes, yes. Right, so we dropped a little tease uh, of things to come on our Twitter and Facebook pages this morning. Uh, and we were all <laughs> quite blown away by how fucking fast you solved our little puzzle. Uh -huh. uh, especially Timothy G. Elsie on Twitter, <laughs> who was the first to crack the code. You made MIT proud. It's cool, DARPA's very proud of you. <laughs> um, we have, a, we have a, a puzzle, if you haven't seen it, it should be up. Um, we are excited to announce tonight that on March 4th, we are launching a Kickstarter project mm -hmm. to create our very own Vox Machina animated special. <laughs> just let it, just let it, just let it sink in. Let it sink into your body. <laughs> let, it, let it get in through your, your skin and your meat and your bones. <laughs> Um, there will be more details uh, to share leading up to launch day, but since you cracked it so fast, we just had to let y'all know what's going down. Mm -hmm. So get hype, get hype, get hype, get hype. Animated, and animated. Animated. <laughs> I do it for cartoons, I dance for cartoons, dance for cartoons. I know what I'm getting you for every day ever. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. <laughs> and as you guys may have noticed, we do have a new Twitch overlay that we unveiled tonight. We wanted to spruce things up a bit, and we hope that you love it as much as we do for all the work we did on it. Um, little changes, little aesthetic changes. Uh, we're also working on a few special things to enhance your live viewing experience uh, that we'll share more uh, about that just as soon as we can. Some cool optional bells and whistles, uh, and we'll, we'll roll it out as, as we hit the opportunity. Um, and uh, an important update, uh, starting this week with episode 52, which you're seeing tonight, Critical Role will air on the Critical Role Twitch channel, with the VOD available for Critical Role Twitch channel subscribers over the weekend. VOD will also be available on the Critical Role YouTube channels on Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific. A Talks Machina will also air on the official Critical Role channels moving forward. Geek and Sundry's Twitch channel will still host Critical Role and Talks Machina episodes on Tuesday and Thursday nights, so you can continue to watch there if that's where you're subscribed. We just wanted to take a moment to thank all the folks at Geek and Sundry and Legendary Digital Networks for a long and successful partnership, and we wish them the absolute best. Mm -hmm. uh, be sure to check out criticalroll.com for all the details. 
The and turn. I believe that is the end of our announcements oh, for the evening. Man. Do we still get to play D and D on this show? Uh, Liam, I believe that's uh, that's what we're doing next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that note, let's go ahead and dive in to tonight's episode of Critical Role. Oh. Of like rational. Just tying in a job I had earlier today. Oh, okay. I was with you. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. So, last we left off, the Mighty Nine, in search of Knot's kidnapped husband, had made their way east beneath the Marrow Valley, skirting the Underdark, under the Ashkeeper Peaks, and have emerged into the ashen wastes of Jorhas. You came in contact with one of the roving scout regiments of the Empire, who were immediately assaulted by what seemed to be a roving uh, crew of assassins and hunters made of gnolls and a crin warrior, and some sort of a mage using new form of magic you've never seen before. You engaged in the battle, and after some blows were tossed back and forth, um, the enemies, at least the ones with enough strength to survive the encounter fled when it seemed like it was not turning in their favor. Left behind, you got some materials from the survivors of the uh, Imperial scouting troop and made your way through the wastes eastward. Along that way, you began to encounter some of the distant strange beasts that wander these lands. You endured the heavy rains and were suddenly seemingly hunted by a large, uh, somewhat unwell rock, a massive bird that you thought was sweeping towards you, but instead seemed to be hunting a troop of bugbear hunters and you. Through some clever use of illusionary magic and some decent stealth rolls, you managed to avoid getting involved in that fray and instead came upon the mostly torn apart troop of bugbears, the one survivor who'd been playing possum. Noticing that he was still breathing, 
you decided to have a conversation where you uh, came to an understanding which involved, we're not going to kill you, give us some information, and maybe let me tattoo your body. So where uh, <laughs> Jester shaved a portion of his furry form and uh, tattooed him with a classic Tusk special. Um, <laughs> you guys made it across the uh, Eiffelon River through some clever Moses-like parting of the of the waters, yeah, and some good rope work. I'm sorry, I, I... you don't need to do that. <laughs> He's uh, that's a mage in uh, Rexentrum. Ah, yeah. Uh, and as the last evening began to come to a close, you could see the distant firelight of what you've now been informed to be Asarius, the city of beasts, and the home to this bugbear, Gluzo, which you had encountered. Go ahead and camping up for the night, this far out of the vicinity, you found yourselves sleeping, protected underneath uh, Caleb's dome, your, your hut, and uh, prepared yourself for a morning journey wherever you see fit. And that's where we left off. So, Mighty Nine, waking from the evening's rest to the, to the gentle rainfall from the clouded morning skies, a cold air chilling the surrounding mud, you glance around the gray field dotted with clusters of leafless trees and brush and look to the nearby city of Asarius. What would you like to do? When he doesn't start it with what do you want to I do, know, I get nervous. I know. <laughs> I know. What do, what do we want to? I have no idea what we want to do. Our bear friend already uh, taken off. The heavy snoring nice. <laughs> and somewhat sore uh, movement of his body once he gently comes to consciousness kind of belays the uh, recovery period from the encounter the day before, and he has not left. Um. Hello, Gluzo. Uh, hello to you too. Good morning. Good morning. Doesn't he have to to rewrap to rewrap the tattoo every every day or something? Doesn't is for like yeah, infections? For like, for like a little bit of coconut oil. Aquaphor, yeah. Yeah. Oh really? I haven't I told anyone to... to do that. Oh. Mm. oh I think I really think. I mean, I've never gotten a tattoo. You know, I've only given them. So. Oh, that's a good point. You don't have any tattoos? No. You never like practice on yourself? No. Why would I do that? <laughs> I have other people, you know. It's all right. Just treat it like any other wound. And he goes and grabs some mud and dirt from the ground and just kind of jams oh, it into space boy. there. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Perfectly. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna get some breakfast going. We'll. We'll have a moment. We'll fill our bellies and then we'll figure out what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. All right. The um. The conundrum at hand is that some of us don't look like monsters, right? Yeah, that is a problem. Apparently. How do we fix that? Well, it will be slow going, uh, and uh, I don't think we can do anything that will last more than a short while, but um, I can change my own appearance. I can change Beauregard's appearance. You can? You can? Yeah, I know how to do it, but it would, I, I, roughly an hour of time, so. Wait, you're, you're, you're telling me this now? Is this a new ability? I think so. Yeah. Yes, it is. He's okay. always learning and growing as a wizard. It's what I love about him most. How did you even find this one? That's really cool, Caleb. How long have you known? Oh, not long at all. <laughs> Still no. baffles me that anyone can't do well, this. Well, you have right. said. <laughs> I have been w- working on it because you know of what you, what 
what you would like, you know, what you are hoping for. What, oh, like what? Like the changing back and stuff? I mean, I haven't, I, we hadn't had a talk about it, so I didn't know if that was something that was on your, whatever the ancient equivalent of radar is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't on know that you were road. aware. I mean, I, I don't want, I don't want to stand in the way of your growth and journey uh, and, and, and your, your path. But, well, but yeah, I mean, if, if you stumbled upon a way, a way to, you know, make, make me make me hold again. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to it. Well, you know that my main focus is on uh, transmutation and changing one thing from another. So it's not uh, totally out of the realm of um, sense for me to have been working on such a thing. But it, uh, what I'm able to do is is limited. It's not what you want, but it's a start. How long does it last? Uh, roughly an hour. Yeah, same for me. But I can just kind of. Re up it every once in a while. Well, and you, I think you look just fine. I, I mean, that's the sense I get. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> Don't bring Glizzo and he's going to. Not even paying attention to the conversation. I mean, uh, uh, that's the sense I get. What's up what's with what? Oh, I was uh, just wondering. Uh, our friend here, Mr. Ford, is probably going to be uh, uh, not necessarily welcomed with open arms, but he's not going to draw any odd glances or anything in this town of yours. I'm just uh, assuming. He's kind of tiny for an orc, but uh, it should be okay. Uh, you? Uh, no, is no, that true? Right? You're really big. You're very large and stuff. Fun-sized. He's pretty small. I think it's a really good size that you have. Maybe I'll just make myself a little bit larger. Sure, maybe you, you do seem bigger when you're on a ship, like a enclosed area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does he? Where do you clock in, about 6-1 six, six or? Yeah, ish, okay. Let's stop talking about me. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe if we figure out exactly what we need in the city, we'll understand how long we actually need to be in there. We need to go into the city to get some sort of conveyance, right? Some sort of animal or, or vehicle to take us further in our journey. Oh, yeah, that would make or it faster. So. Otherwise, it's like, what, two weeks? It's a long time, yeah. Boy, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do we need anything else? Weapons? I mean, we don't Just a lot of shopping, books, maybe, like... Do they have books in Monsterland? Some dresses and stuff. <laughs> dresses? Oh, I like dresses. I thought we could look for some. I you know, know, I bet man. the ones here look a lot different than the ones in Nicodrana, so I oh. thought it could be fun to go shopping. Uh, undoubtedly, but we are going to need to pick our moments for, you know, adjusting uh, Beauregard and Yasha's appearance, so it, mm. it's not like game on all day, like we're in Zadesh, right. where we can go shopping for things. But but if we see something, you know, if it presents itself, then we could. But we, we do have, have to be careful. Like, we do have manacles. You know, we could just make them our prisoner. That might attract attention, though. You what know. We could throw a bag over someone's head and drag them into an alley. And just punch them every once in a while. I'm standing kitchen. right here. Well, Caleb, you can okay. disguise yourself and Bo, and I could technically disguise Yasha. Mm. I mean, I think I could. You can? Well, I can change something into another animal, so I can't imagine I can't change her into another person, do you think? How long does that last? I don't know. <laughs> roughly an hour? An hour, yeah. It's, an, it's probably more if it's an hour. Yeah. But I, I yeah. think she, I mean, and I mean, yeah, you can do that. It, it's, it's. Is it weird? That's not weird. It's just you know, 
polymorph is. You can turn to anything. So if you want to turn into just a different person, totally. <laughs> By all it's, means. It's a bazooka, is what he's saying. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Use the thing that can make you a dragon into somebody who looks different. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so yeah, totally. But does Yasha. Ya- Yasha? Yeah. Who's Yasha? Today? She's, she's still kind of laying do down you, and just looking up at the sky. She, would, she, do you fit in here? <sighs> I haven't been this far north. But I mean, if someone gets in my face, I'll punch him. If we were going to polymorph anybody, I would recommend Mr. Caleb, since uh, since I imagine we would want uh, physical people to feel comfortable in themselves, and I, th- I guess a lot of you was up here. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's basically all up there. Um, I was thinking that I would just you know change my appearance. Oh, that's fair too. That works. Yeah, that's and, probably and, a better plan. And you could be whatever you want to be. Does it change my clothes? I feel like my blue vestiges kind of really yeah. say empire. I can change your entire appearance and your physical being for roughly one hour. Dope. Luzo, are there any like uh, code words or sayings in your city? Any like uh, greetings or things that people exchange that would be familiar to someone that lives there? N- not really. It's more of just a heavy grunt. A heavy grunt. That that's not too bad. Okay. That that'll probably work for huh. some people. Yeah. Uh, haven't been in the city so long. Anything ever like make outsiders very obvious to your eye or ear when they come in? Uh, I don't really look out for the outsiders. I just kind of go out and hunt things and bring it back, and you know, work for my boss. That's about it. We're, we're just hoping to go and do a little commerce and get out without causing a ruckus. Is all we're saying. Don't cause a ruckus. I uh, mean. And then if they see these, like, you know, humanish people, that's, that's, you know, how big of a problem if we do run into something do you think that'd be? Yeah, That's uh, fair. We are not going to cause a ruckus, but I uh, would ask of you, Gluzo, are you going to cause a ruckus? I'm a fan of how much we're using the word ruckus. <laughs> we should get a ruckus room. Look, I'm going to be honest. You, you people have not done anything bad to me, and, uh, you know, you're, you don't seem to be the typical empire type, so as long as you don't go shouting that you're from the empire, maybe you'll be okay. I'll toss him one more gold. Is that money bad? <clears throat> is that bad money? Does it also scream like empire? No, I mean, gold is gold. Okay, cool. Not everyone takes it. Some, a lot of the cities tends to be barter for work, but some oh. do take gold, so. If you uh, escort us into this city safely and uh, see us to the outskirts when our business is done, uh, there will be another 20 for you. How about, how about this? When I, we get to the city, I just never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> Barter. I will give you ten gold to make sure that that happens. Just take it. I'll take it. Okay. Very good deal. <laughs> he gets up. Well, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, like, should we? Are you going to transport potions, weapons, things like that, and books? 
if there are such whatever things. shopping's available. Should we split up or hour? stick together? Stick together. Stick together we'll in stick a totally together. obvious group. Do we have any means? If we do get split up, do we know where we're meeting? Because we don't know anything about the city. Are there any Luzo? Are there any yeah. places in the city that are easy to spot, like towers, spires, anything that we can like? Or right can, outside the city. Uh, well, uh, the city's got the wall around it, and there's a uh, watchtowers. There's uh, there's the Aurora Hold in the middle. It's the big gray tower piece. It's where all the uh, all the Kryn use as their base of operations. Let, let's maybe meet at the wall and not the center of the city. That seems a little. Either way. I mean, there are places of business uh, if what's what you're looking for. So I guess that's yeah. Before we leave, does anyone want to take a, a gander? Uh, uh huh. Bathroom break. Mm, mm-hmm. a, ga- a gander at yep. the. Uh, While the thing? you guys do that, can I talk to Gluzo? I'm going to take the haversack off and pass it to whoever wants it. Don't take it out. Don't take it out. No, no. Who wants it? I'm holding it. I thought I'd already take taken it. it. Oh, you'll yeah, take it. I feel it? like Bo should have it for some reason. I uh, might get dreadful reason in a ruckus. It. Don't get in a. Ru- I'm gonna try to avoid ruckuses. Luzo, can I take him aside? Like he's standing tall now. Once again, he's he and even with a slight hunch, he's still close to seven feet. He's him and Caduceus are in a, a similar range with a similar hunch, though his ears are a little you know wider out there, a lot heavier fur and. Uh, <laughs> it's pleasantly dopey. Cluzo. Yes. Can you tell me about um, the light that you pray to, please? Oh, are you familiar with the Luxon? Uh Yes, I have heard a little bit about it, but I was wondering what you could tell me about it. Uh. Be perfectly honest. Don't know all that much, but uh, no, the the darker elves tell us and of great possible things if we work together as a community. And as you know, since I grown up, it was just always about the Luxon and as a place to come to. And uh, a place know, to come to. Well, there, there is a place to, to worship in the city, yes. Really? Yeah. What does it look like? Uh, it looks sort of like a, and he pulls out his necklace, and you see the, and those who are paying attention, you can see across the chain what looks to be a small wireframe dodecahedron, made, oh. made of like rough metal. Fuck. Yes. Hmm. They, uh, the Luxon, they say, is the first, and the, uh, the original god of Exandria. And uh, if we work hard together and we stay pious towards his light, then maybe one day we too will be reborn. Right, because that would be really cool to be reborn. Yeah, especially, points back, since my line of work is not all that safe, uh, but anyway. Yeah, to the light and stuff, and also the traveler. Okay. Okay. He starts walking towards the city. That's scary. Oh God, their god is our thing. Is the bugbear god the same as the um, the cream? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Cream. Yeah. Did you say? Oh. Did you say to the light? Yeah, he was saying he prayed to the light, and he prays to a thing that looks like our thing. 
So we have I that think God in our haversack. I know. Oh, I think we have like a holy relic or something. It might be in that saying that seems to make sense. The Luxon, right? Luxon. Luxon. Oh, shit. I hmm. told you about this. You told us about the Luxon. Yes. Yes. You did. In your I town. Because then you go gamble there. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. Oh. Okay, uh, seven. seven. We thought it was a different oh, Luxon. Total seven. Yeah. Nah. Nope. Nope. Never heard of it. Other than, other than, like, at that role, you, you just barely remembered that Caleb had mentioned it a couple times. You're like, oh, oh yeah, that's I, as much as you know. That's generous of you. <laughs> oh. So we we have their holy relic in addition to the relic that can maybe amplify it. And also give them children. I mean, this is. I don't know about that. I mean, I think it's all about their like being reborn. So I think the children. What if like. <gasps> Oh my god, what if when people die, their soul gets trapped inside of this thing, and until it's returned, new souls can't go into new babies, and so new babies can't be born and stuff. What if we're keeping all of the souls with us? What if our souls get trapped in it and we're stuck in there for thousands of years? I don't want to be a baby again. Being a baby sucks. Oh no. You're getting younger right now. Shit! I think that we are still in a wait and see uh, yeah. moment here. I think we've used it a fair number of times, and I nobody's just... turned into a we enfant. I'm not saying you turn into a baby. <laughs> Bo is saying that. That is what Bo is I saying. I just don't want to be reincarnated as a baby. Reincarnate me as like a tiefling or a. Dwarf or something. Baby, though. Sorry, Bo. Just gonna say too soon for the whole reincarnate business. Oh, sorry. Wow. sorry. Oof. Didn't mean yeah. to try it all. Okay. I kind of spit there. I didn't Does mean to spit work, on you. Though? Can I ask a question though? Sure. How did it work? Did you come back as like already a functional person, or did you come back as a baby goblin and then? No, I was. I uh, I came I came back as what you see here, minus a, a year or two. I, a grown goblin. I was a full-grown goblin. But where did this body come from? You know what I mean? Like, did it, was it somebody else's, or was it just like, did it just appear magically or something? I don't understand. It hurts a little. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they, they put my spirit in someone else's body, or if, if the body was made or or or, or what I, I don't know I, I this body bleeds so it's not some sort of it wasn't built by by a man maybe you were a baby and you just don't remember it most people don't remember when they were babies yeah but I then mean, they I remember do. when they're like four that's true I feel like we're getting to the root of something with you that I really want to explore later <clears throat> I'm not I'm not sure what I it is yet I don't think I'm, I was ever a baby because if I were a baby and I grew up to be a goblin, Adult. Your son My would son would be 10, 12 years right now. Yeah. That's true. Flight of the Navigator. I did just kind of stare at this uh, relic in front of Gluzo. He is didn't that like. See it. Is that super insensitive though? Oh, was in the bag. I think, I think we're. It just weird. looked like your head was in a bag. It, also oh, it probably looked like me. you were like eating some trail mix or something. It as a high, holy, learned man of the cloth. If it is even a traditional religion, from what I have read, the people here, the the Kirin, um, used to worship a different god. I don't know how long ago. Loth. 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 I can tell why they stopped worshiping that one. Uh, this is a. Uh, <laughs> 
some sort of uh, a change for them, whether that is 20 years ago, 100 years ago, 300, I don't know. The writings I found on it were somewhat vague, but, uh, but uh, whoever wrote this text believe that this Luxon, whatever it is, uh, is misleading the people here. And also that it is because of the Luxon that this darkness, I think, that we are seeing is connected to them, this light huh. and darkness. Wow. So it's like in charge of, it's responsible for the Dunamansi? Dunamansi, Dunamis? Poss possibly connected. Is there anyone heading out of the city in our direction now that we've spent some time? <laughs> make, make a perception check. First off, uh, Gluzo is about 90 feet from you, walking towards the city. Oh, oh, we should probably. Our, should he, he, just, he just started walking. Good, good, you guys kept talking, and he just kept walking. Uh, 14. <clears throat> 14. Should the, we disguise uh, ourselves? I think for, 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 for maximum uh, time, we should. Uh, everyone, pull up your hoods and let's get closer to the city. Otherwise, we are just going to burn through twenty or thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. burn it. Well, let's see who's on the road. All right. Looking ahead, best you can see, there's like a low fog that permeates a lot of the field in front of you this early in the morning, um, uh, based on the recent rains that have happened. You don't see anyone. You're not close enough to draw attention, but I mean, there's a lot of activity. Around the city, though it's too far to really make out the fine details, you do see what looks to be now in the daylight some sort of a, a perimeter wall. It looks to be like a gray or purple hue. It's hard to really tell from this distance. Um, you can see what would be watchtowers kind of scattered along the outside, sort of a little bit, and you can vaguely see one spire, kind of loosely central to the entire shape of the uh, the city's kind of skyline. Um, and you can see there's a, there's a bunch of things kind of gathered around the outside of the wall, but you probably have to get closer to make out more detail. Not a ton of traffic on the road coming in and out just yet? Uh, hard to tell from this distance. All right. um, and there are no roads leading to you. You guys are kind of out in the middle of a field. Right. Um, so, hard yeah, to let's, tell. Let's look, get a little closer and I'll use disguise self to make myself look fucking jacked. <laughs> <laughs> Huge ass traps and delts, and my clothes don't quite fit right anymore, and just like rippling ass muscles, and I'm just. But I thought that you already just were jacked. Just numb. I'm fucking jacked, like <laughs> like Ford. <You're> shredded. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. I got. I have to. I turn like this. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never stretched a day in your life. <laughs> He's got like skinny chicken legs, but like uh, super, super big. Yeah. Yeah, if I gotta run, I'm just like. <laughs> like always always skip leg like day. Yeah. yeah, always skip leg like day. It only gets in the way. I'm gonna use disguise self to make myself look just like me, only like super goth. So okay. like goth jester. Goth jester. Ooh. So like I'm gonna do kind of like makeup like like Yasha's, so mm -hmm. like black stuff and eyeliner and like Lipstick. leathers, like kind of tattered black leathers and like dark lipstick. Yeah, and definitely like black fingernails okay. and like. Tattoos and stuff. Okay, Yasha reaches down and just gets some mud and kind of just like smears it down her face to be like these finger lines across the front oh, and no, just out. kind of musses up the outside so she looks like she's been wandering and hunting alone in, in the wild for a while. That's cool. I'll play with that. I'm uh, I'm gonna scar myself up and like emaciate and let everything get a little craggly and and uh, and yeah, a little more dark crystally on the wrong end. Ooh, okay. Nice. Yeah. How do you cool. want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Can you make me? Uh, 
Can you make me a, a dude tiefling? Like a red, shifty looking tiefling? Uh, yeah. I red can. skin, deep eyes. Deep what color eyes? Like crazy eyes, like you're demonstrating for me right now? Yeah. Okay. Like that. <laughs> uh, you, can't, you can't change your voice now. What, you don't think I sound like a dude? Kind of, yeah. No, All you're right. good. <laughs> uh, Give me a dude physique that would match this. Okay, so I pull out a small uh, caterpillar's cocoon and I start muttering some arcane words <laughs> over it and I waft it in front of your face and then poof, she's a poof. There you go. You're 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 a red tiefling, uh, as pretty accurate as you can envision, at least from what you can see of yourself. Um, you don't really have any reflective surface to check, but based on just this, I not bad. Feel, feel. <laughs> oh, you're 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 a dude tiefling. Um, since Caleb's really only seen one dude's tiefling uh, <laughs> long may he reign indeed. Holy shit. I've only seen one dude's tiefling. Uh, yeah. Why is just my dick purple? Uh, <laughs> I don't understand. All right. There's a radiant. It's just a sunny side up egg. <laughs> My happy trail has an ombra. <laughs> this is incredible. Oh no. The benefits of the teeth. Oh, oh my goodness. God. Wow. Long and wide may he reign. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Hold on, we're not finished yet. Um, I uh, begin to <laughs> disguise self from myself so I uh, make myself look like um, a, a male version of Chester, uh, blue, uh, like a twin, uh, but oh. not quite as goth. Just uh, <laughs> dialed way back, a little bit, but not quite as goth, but uh, identical. Uh, I can't do anything about the voice, I'm sorry. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, um, given that there was a time limit on the on the duration of these spells, a little hustle probably wouldn't hurt. Um, so you guys pick up the pace a bit, jogging through the muddy fields. You know, as your, your boots are kind of occasionally getting caught for a moment, but you manage to maintain a decent pace, heading towards Asarius. You catch up to Gluzo, who kind of goes, oh, what, oh, all right, we're running, okay. And he kind of keeps up with you guys, boof, boof, bounding it's alongside. It's still us. Um, <laughs> so. We just went through the Saints Row character creation. Yep, basically. Oh I like that we now have like MC Chris and Gerard Way at the table, that's yeah, all I really this is, this is our version of Monster Factory. <laughs> Much love to the brothers. Um, and so. By the way, Matt, side note, this music is fucking awesome. Whatever well, thank you're you. doing, amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, thank, thank you, Blizzard, for giving us approval to use Diablo music. Oh, so. Thanks, Blizzard. Thanks, Blizzard. Um, so. Or the light. Or the light. As you approach the City of Beasts, you can see now the tall, fort-like wooden walls, planks of purple-colored wood sharpened into a point 10 feet from the ground wood. around the perimeter, watchtowers peeking over at a number of points along. You guys are knowing Caleb's direction since, thanks to his feet, uh, you're approaching from a southern, southwestern direction. Batches of mud fields surrounding the eastern end of the city are visible, where crews of hobgoblins and bugbears harvest what appear to be roots and tubers and other strange and hardy produce from the unexpectedly cultivatable land, it seems, around the city. The western side, which would be to your left, uh, outside the walls is dense with wheeled carts, armored orcs, gnolls, and other goblinoid soldiers checking and cleaning equipment 
and occasionally bickering. You can see, though you're, the war is on that side of Jorhas, there is still a military presence here. Uh, your eyes catch the rare Kryn soldier who's wandering through the ranks, keeping the peace, and checking in with members of this regiment. A handful of large hills sit among the crews, resting places for ballista and supplies as goblins lift and unload boxes and affix heavy artillery to the top of these mounds. As you're continuing to move towards the city, looking at this, this display, you see a group of gnolls together tugging on these heavy leather straps at the base of one of these mounds, and you watch as it shifts, mud and dirt tumbling from the sides, revealing four hut-sized, thick trunks of legs from underneath. A colossal war tortoise. What? From this distance, you can only guess 60 to 80 feet from end to end on this shell. Oh my God. What the fuck is that? It's a war tortoise, man. It's a war tortoise. War tortoise. Can we pay the mistake for that? <laughs> a pair of goblins rush up immediately to the front to shovel baskets of moss and other roots into the mouth of the large behemoth. At this point, as you're kind of in awe of this and noticing the numerous mounds now, kind of four or five visibly scattered amongst this, this war band. Uh, a series of growls and muffled barks kind of catch your attention towards the front ranks, where you can see what looks to be numerous large, tailless, panther-like beasts uh, tethered to heavy posts, saddled and lightly armored for future combat. You glance past the small army, beyond that, beyond the mounds, to see two gargantuan shapes making a wide perimeter around the city, <clears throat> loosely in your direction. A pair of the massive furred hulks that you first saw when you first entered Jorhas in the distance. They're stalking around the wastes and the surrounding grounds, heavy iron chains wrapped like a harness across their 20-foot-wide torso, each mounted by an armored crin who's kind of just rocking back and forth with each impact of its huge tree trunk-like limbs kind of dragging itself through the muck and mud. You can see uh, the squat legs kind of dragging it forward as its limbs pull it forward like a heavy gorilla, uh, all covered in a dark gray-brown fur that's matted with mud and grime. The face of the creature, which you see for the first time now that it's getting, getting close enough, it rests between the shoulders without neck or really a head just embedded between where the shoulders are as part of the torso. A gray-scaled, leathery brow that folds around four red eyes the size of cannonballs, arranged much like a spider's face. And you can see what looks to be a tangle of teeth and tusks that protrude from a frighteningly wide mouth that almost leads from shoulder to shoulder at the very front. As it shifts forward, one of the mouths opens and you see this large, heavy, thick tongue kind of pull off and scrape against the tusks and then withdraw into the mouth and this jaw closes shut. You can feel on the ground with each heavy limb fall. Those are in the city or outside? This is outside of the city. Roughly how tall? That that creature is probably about 30 feet at the top of its height, that shoulder height. The shoulders are about 20 feet wide, side to side. If you're looking head on, like 20, 25 feet right there, the shoulders themselves are about 20 feet apart. And uh, from the top, when it's fully stood up, you would imagine it'd probably get up to about 25 or 30 feet. 
but it tends to be a little hunched as it pulls forward. You know when you go to that area in the game and you're not quite leveled up for it yet? Yes, mm-hmm. yes and you run the other way. Yes. That little scholar to worry about. If you can. Not, not, not to be pessimistic or anything, but I think their army is way cooler than um, the army that, that we've seen. Mm-hmm. For like, sure. Maybe we should all just hang out and be part of Jorhas from now on. I mean, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. They've got moving hills. They've got these giant spider weird guys. I want a war turtle. The we, tortoises we, are crazy. We have not tasted the food here yet. Maybe let's just reserve judgment for... Well, but we have caduceus. I feel like we're gilding an awful lot of expectations at the moment. I'd, I'd really like to get a better sense of these people before we... Uh, uh, decide to live here? Okay. So and even decide how we feel about roughly this. Roughly 51 more minutes. Yes, this might be like, you know when you go to Hawaii and you're like, why don't we live here? Mm. Yeah. yeah, 50 minutes. Yeah. So as you push on, uh, and uh, Gluzo's kind of just jogging alongside you and keeping his head down, you guys approach the southeast gates. These heavy, you know, each side is about 10 feet wide, uh, maybe 15 feet tall. It actually crawls up higher than the rest of the surrounding wall and has like a slight arch to it. And uh, one of them is closed, the other one's partially open, and you can see some soldiers are coming in and out, other people that are working the field start uh, just exchanging directions, and that would be the nearest entrance pardon, to the city. Does it look like there are people blocking the entrance? Like they're heavily No one blocking the entrance, uh, but you do see on each side of it two very large and armored ogres. Uh, both holding heavy, heavy clubs with what looks to be like an axe blade on each side, and they're just there, kind of looking out. Uh, are people that are coming and going? Are they wearing anything identifying any kind of like medals, badges, pins, ribbons? Make a perception check. And the people who are coming and going are the ogres stopping them? No. Uh, Nineteen. Nineteen. Nothing that you can really make out, unfortunately. I mean, it's their 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 outfits aren't uniform. Everything is very patchwork and scavenged or put together to, uh, at least from what you've seen, to be utilitarian. There's no decor. And uh, as you approach this heavy gates, you can see one of the overs just kind of looks to you all and. Yeah. Can we just walk with confidence? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who's leading the charge into the city? I am. <laughs> <laughs> go and make a deception check. It's just like we're sneaking into an E3 party. Here we go. <laughs> wow. Done that a thousand times. Yeah, look like you belong. Look like you belong. No uh, one will stop you. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, we've all had to sneak into our own game parties before. Yeah. Anyway. That's true. <laughs> Lower the totem pole. Um, <clears throat> as as you kind of grunt and the ogre grunts back. <clears throat> You keep walking, he doesn't pay attention, he doesn't notice. So you all kind of weasel past through the the six-foot space of the right-hand door that's open and enter Asarius. We're in. beasts. Within the city, the winding dirt roads you already see before you are rough and slick with the recent rainfall as the air itself is pungent with the smells of Animal hair, wet earth, and dung immediately hits you like a wall. Um, this is the largest petting zoo you could ever consider visiting. 
Um, droves of waste folk wander the streets. Burly ogres clutching barrels and beams. You can see orcs that are dragging hunted quarry behind them, like through the mud or over their shoulders. Some of them still kind of struggling, not quite dead from the wounds they sustain before an orc just takes it and slams it across its back so it goes to stillness and stops moving. Um, not a lot of conversation, but occasional bickering and like growling at each other, but there is still kind of a civilized sense of order to this, more than you would have assumed based on the interactions you've had with gnolls and other such you know, creatures who seem to live in these spaces, goblins especially. Um, and you do see goblins. You do see uh, what looks to be goblins and goblin and children like rushing through the alleys and scurrying off into the roads. Clusters of them like carrying something together. Um, some of them just trying to wait for something to drop or be left or forgotten from one of the larger folk and then just kind of scavenged and taken away. Definitely um, keeping hands on pockets and pouches. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you give Jesta back the haversack, or are you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Well, Part of my disguise, it looks black with my disguise. <laughs> <laughs> but the majority of the people you see that are spread throughout the city are furred bugbears, scruffy gnolls, anxious kobolds, actually, mm-hmm. and the occasional minotaur. Uh, one in particular catches your eye, who's walking with two sets of looks to be five soldiers on each side, Kreen soldiers. Oh my god. You see one massive minotaur, jet black onyx fur, giant grown horns that curve to the front, uh, pristine, like uncharacteristically for this space, pristine silvered armor that is intricately carved and detailed. You can see this kind of dull gray cloak that falls past the shoulder mantle and drifts to the back of the knees. Its hooves, you can see, are adorned with a, a, a type of. Uh, uh, like plate armor right to the front. Mm-hmm. As it kind of just looms by, you can see this heavy great sword that's thrown over its back. And everyone kind of stops and gives wide berth as it kind of Cold walks table. through across the street. Cold table just turned into the horny and aroused meme. Yeah. And continues down the street and kind of loosely the direction that you're traveling, um, but a good 20, 30 feet ahead of you, and then continues if you wanted to keep so in pace or just wait. We could, we could use them like, a, like a, a fire truck. A posse of like, a, a roughly, I'd say, 11 or I'd say 12, 12 Kreen. Or just around him? Around him, yeah. You get the sense that he has some sort of importance or station in this yeah, location. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a guard. Probably got to work hard to keep that clean. <sighs> Shit. Yeah, do we want to follow? Mm. Um, uh, now that we're in, uh, is there anything that is discernible to the eye, uh, like a, like a weapon store. Luzo's or? just walking away. Yeah, he okay. He did his job. <laughs> he acknowledge. He just he, were you in the city and he just walks away. You forgot your ten gold. Okay. <laughs> uh, do we see anything like a um, uh, 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 blacksmithy or uh, like a, a weapon store or uh, livestock? Well, that's every, <laughs> yeah. That's going to be hard to pinpoint a place. Uh, you can start to look around. Annoyed, Go ahead and should we? Should we? Uh, should we get? We can ask around. I don't want to make a lot of. Con- I don't want to hit up a lot of contactors yet and see what we can see. Go ahead and make a general investigation check. Oh, if you're not asking around, then it would be just perception then. Damn, investigation would have been better. Uh, uh, not, not bad though. It's nineteen. Nineteen. So as you guys just kind of begin to walk and enter the city, you start taking in some of the sights around you. Uh, you one thing you do is there are occasionally humans. Here, they're not all of the various monstrous races that you would have expected. Oh, mm. um, 
the humans that you do see here are usually solitary, and they are scarred and rough, possibly feral. It's hard to tell, but they have an eye about them like they've been through enough to survive amongst these people in the wastes and this city. And you get a sense of why Yasha kind of put herself into a little bit of that rough and tumble uh, presentation before you entered. And do they have the look of, say, uh, like beaten, uh, 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 fearful slaves, or or make rough? an insight check? Yeah, good call. Maybe if you had more, you know, space, space in that dice tray. Twelve. <laughs> uh, you don't get a sense of any sort of enslaved or or uh, subjugated aspect. They just seem to be another surviving member of the community who, because they are human and the nature of the war and kind of the people that exist in this space has had to undergo some rough hazing. Yeah, prison rules. Yeah, kind of. Is anyone wearing uh, the symbol, the Lux, the Lux? Make a perception check. Good call. Not great. 10. 10. It's hard to tell, there's a lot of movement, and a lot of armor, and a lot of fur, and a lot of other Types you, you don't see anyone who very overtly is showing off any sort of iconography or jewelry that would be similar to what you saw in Gluzo. And aside from the Minotaur and the army, is there any type of guards? Any type oh, of yeah. watchtowers? Is there a popo? Yeah, watch, yeah. You don't see any noted guard. Um, you don't see anybody who seems to be uniformed or have any sort of a, an identifiable uh, attire or, or imagery that would give you the idea that there was a walking, wandering guard. Yes. So the, the watchtowers seem like they're probably just for siege attacks for army? <clears throat> they don't seem to be have anybody posted in them? They do have people posted in them. Oh, okay. Um, you don't know if that's because it is wartime or that is part of the watch over the city or both. You're uncertain. And, okay. and maybe you covered this and my player missed it, but um, uh, do the Koreans uh, seem to be uh, like an occupying force or, or part of? Why does it sound like you say Koreans? Because it sounds like he's saying Korean. No, he says Krin. It's like no? Krin. Krin. But you say Korean. Korean. So it sounds I like believe Korean. I said Krin last game, Laura Bailey, and this time I tried to match the dungeon master, but I'm playing with a German accent and. You know, sometimes yeah, strange things happen. You should have heard the things I had to say in a German accent earlier today. Mm. It was this whole scene, man. Twins, twins, <laughs> twins. Please, please. Oh. Mm. Occupying force or integrated with society? <laughs> make, make an insight check for me. <laughs> make a roll. Uh, well, it's cocked, right? Because, because you it's have cocked. a thousand dice around it. So it was the same role. Oh, good. Uh, Almost uh, 19. 19. Yeah. Um, it's hard to tell. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any fear of the Korean as they walk around. Um, they, but they don't seem to be fully integrated and, and uh, okay. you know, rubbing shoulders with with the rough, the roughnecks of the city. But you don't sense that there's. You don't sense any sort of tension that would normally be part of an occupying force. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm kind of of the mind that we should follow um, 
is a big minotaur. I mean, he can only be going from to and from places of importance. Yeah, he's still walking ahead of you guys, All right, um, with a brisk pace. So, like, he, he, there's some distance growing between the two of you. Yeah, we'll keep like twenty to thirty feet. Okay. I thought we were trying to get beasts to ride. Following him. Yes. So, and as part of this, as you're walking, and based on the perception roll that you made, because uh, I'm going to fill you in on more of that, oh. um, looking around, the structures of this building are varied and patchwork with huts and hovels mingling with like mud brick buildings and domes and small, roughly hewn and, and sculpted domiciles. Uh, you pass one of the dormant tortoises that you saw that's actually in the city. And it's sitting there occupying a lot in the city, and atop its back, you see what looks to be a goblin neighborhood of dense shacks and dwellings clustered, <laughs> built, and strapped onto its back. You can see. Uh, that is so fucking cool. Did it like crawl into the city because it can like move? The whole city can yeah, move? Is the turtle still alive? Tur- like you, you can't tell. <laughs> All you see is the shell there. Um, oh. And and like the, this this goblin neighborhood built atop its shell that's kind of strapped and pressed onto oh. it, and you can see like all like these these clustered uh, like tents and huts and uh, like like oh. you know pieces of of, of gathered and, and scavenged woods and pressed together to create this kind of small shanty town atop this tortoise shell. And in there you can see a few goblins out there that are doing repairs. A few that are the cruise ships are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Some that are stretching out leather to tan, but the weather isn't good for tanning, and they're getting frustrated because it's getting kind of milled. Dewey and you see the goblins like and trying to stretch it out more and ha, ha, breathe hot on it. It's not really doing anything. Um, <laughs> did you live on a turtle? No, I did not live on a turtle. I've never seen anything like that. It's amazing. This is way cooler than what you had. Yes, yes. I really feel like we should invest in a turtle. It just seems like so useful. The maintenance, though. <laughs> Uh, if you, you own a turtle, you have to fix everything on it. Yeah. <laughs> what if you rent a turtle? <laughs> Leasing is really the way to go. Yeah, uh, Get Ford. the newest turtle. As you guys pass the small goblin neighborhood to your right, you hear the familiar barks that had kind of echoed from the army earlier, and you pass what looks to be like a preserve slash livery for those panther-like beasts. You can see um, a numerous number of these kept in this large pen. They have these kind of chain collars around their neck, and they're all tethered to a central, uh, heavy pole that's currently pressed deep into the mud. And there, some of them are like lying and sleeping. Some of them are just kind of hungrily pacing on the outside of the pen, looking at the passersby and <laughs> growling. Getting a better look at it, you can see they're. It, they have this wonderfully aerodynamic profile to them, like their head and neck is sloped all the way past their shoulders to the back. And basically, it isn't until the hind haunches that it, the curvature ends. But what it is is this super slick, matted, thick, heavy, wiry fur that it itself is kind of a, a dull gray purple color. It seems matted at top, and then it tends to kind of fluff out a bit once you get past where the, the shoulders and the, the, the pits are of its appendages and its arms. Uh, themselves, it's it's very panther-like in its physicality, just more muscular and lean and stretched, a little more exaggerated in its its feline figures, excited from the fact that its head is this kind of continuous muscled neck into a, a sloped, uh, toothy mouth at the front. Uh, you can see on the sides these two large, bulging, almost like creepily fish uh, fish-like eyes 
that are lidless and just kind of poke out the sides of the head, looking out in both directions. And in the front, there is not a classic cat nose, but it looks like almost like a cat's skull, but flesh pulled over it. So it has these two open slits that are long in the front, and its jaw kind of hangs open with these two large tusks that curl up in the front, and its tongue just kind of dangles out the front. And they blip. That's the important thing. <laughs> we'll have to find with out. With a fish eye blip, that would just be so cute. <laughs> we, we've only seen these creatures on their own, they're not they're not carrying anything. They're, they don't have saddles of any sort. You have armored up. The, these ones do not. Uh, the ones you saw outside oh, in the army were armored up. Yeah. Were armored, but didn't have people riding. No, they were just saddled. Uh, they, they were saddled up. But they didn't have people on them. At the oh, time. they were saddled up. They were. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we, we are going to Skeletor this shit. You also you also can see the the single three story spire of gray stone that Guzo had mentioned before that he said was called the Aurora Hold. Um, it's you can see portions of it are are kind of the stone structure and then elements of dark, almost tinted glass seem to make it up like a cathedral spire, um, and it it looms over the rest of the city, which doesn't have a lot of variation in its height. Most of the buildings are built close to the ground, whether it be from limitations on the uh, people who constructed it, or just a cultural indifference to trying to make things with multiple layers. Um, but uh, you can see the distinctly elven elements to its design and structure, which makes it stand out even more against the rest of the city. Uh -huh. um, you also pass what looks to be inner city livestock pins with uh, pigs that are kept in general pig conditions, not terrible, but they love their mud and this is a good space for them. Um, you can see one pin that has these giant aurochs. Uh, that are being kept as beasts of burden that are kind of pinned into each other into a small space, and then there's a, a portion of the ground where it looks like more of those roots. Uh, similar to those those large fields you saw being cultivated on the outside of the city, there's a smaller version of it being placed here. Auric, ox. Yeah, a, a massive ox. Um, big, heavy, like bison-type fur wreath around its head, huge horns. Um, it, it probably, these in particular, um, you would gather, probably pull a lot of the heavy equipment, and uh, from from base to shoulder, probably stand about eight feet tall. Yeah. Can we go talk to the livery yeah. folk? Oh my gosh, can we ride these thingies with the fish eyes? Yeah. Can we go knock on the turtle shell and see if the turtle's still alive? Let the tortoise thing go for just a little bit. Is the turtle, the turtle shell's not connected to the livery. Right. No, 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 it's the distance behind. And, and, and as a note, as you walk through the city, um, denizens push past you, some pay no mind, some do give a curious look, because you're certainly not a troop of mostly beast-looking folk. Um, but they don't seem to stop you. Mm. Caleb noted the time when they cast their spells. Would his keen mind tell them how much is left? At this time, I'd say you have between 25 and 20 minutes left of those spells. And the time it's taken you to walk to the city and then make your way this far inside, keeping an eye for various details around you. What about, what if we split? What if we acquire, what if we acquire some transport from the people that don't have the fear of changing back, and the others can make their way out of the city and we'll meet you out there? Or, or, we've seen some, some humans around here. They're just scummy. You could just, you know, muck up your face and just fit in. Or we just fucking recast the spell. Yeah. Right, okay. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Just let us know when we're running out of time. I'm just saying, if we're if we're going to be here for longer than two hours and we don't want to keep recasting, yeah. we could just we could maybe see if we'll just he, beat the shit out of Bo. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Let's be clear. I'm so down to be scummy. Let's be clear about our goals here, though. We were going to get something to ride and leave. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good news is, while they're having this conversation, you're kind of looking around the space mm-hmm. and you look back and. Uh, that big minotaur that you guys were following is now kind of walking straight towards you. Oh God! What do you mean? What do you mean? We got oh, oh, you. You guys, you oh, guys don't know anything yet. We got company. All right. Well, let's we're go one. see if there's we're someone working the at the livery. Yeah. yeah. Is there a hut? Is there a? Uh, well, there's the large pen, and there is what looks to be maybe a 40 foot wide structure. Kind of rough thatched roof that's been treated with some sort of a, a heavy muck and or possibly creature mucus to give it like a shiny Ugh. rain-proof uh, exterior. Uh, the, the front is is it has a door, kind of a rough-looking door that's rounded at the top, but it doesn't quite fit properly into the entire entryway. Uh, but seems to be functional. Uh, I do do you walk towards delivery. Yeah, I'm that's why we're here. Staring yeah. at the Minotaur. Yeah, He's, he, you guys move towards delivery. He curbs and follows. He's beelining towards you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to acknowledge with with a with a bow once I notice that he's moving towards us. I'm going to smile and then remember that I'm goth and go. <laughs> That's much better. He approaches. Uh, only two of the uh, Korean soldiers that are with him are now at his sides. The rest have gone inside the Aurora story. Hold, which seemed to have been his destination until Probably someone had taken note before we came in there. Yeah. Um, yep. So as he approaches and stops, maybe ten feet from you. Towering over your lot, um, about about your height, maybe a little bit taller, but much wider and just burly. As soon as his final hoof fall hits the mud, my, my feelings be okay. I'm feeling the physical aggression. Mm, just a just a, a, a presence. I'll, I'll I'll give it to him. I'll I'll get a little shorter. I must admit, I have not seen you in the city before. This is our first time here. <laughs> So color me curious. What is your business, and whom do you serve? May I, or do you want to? Uh, our business is we're looking to uh, collect some transport, maybe do a little trade while we're in town and head on our way. As to our service, we are uh, private contractors on what I will say of the many missions that we've put forward is a one of our truer, more noble, normal, uh, noble missions at this point. Contractors, what is your business? Whatever we're being contracted for at this point, just uh, sell swords. Sometimes, smugglers. Sometimes. From where do you hail? Everywhere. Not for me, yeah. <laughs> I need you both to make deception checks. <laughs> deception. Six, Seventeen. You're definitely not from all over. You're oh, from you're yeah. from away from one place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nineteen. Seventeen. Okay. Kind of looks squarely at each of you as you say this, and turns the nose of a bit and like gives a, a very brief nod. You hear the plates of the metal kind of creaking as he shifts the weight from one hoof mm. to the other. That is beautiful, by the way. I've never seen anything like it before. And you never will. Handmade. Gorgeous. By who? 
like a, like a really powerful artisan, master smith and stuff. You're gothing. I'm God, I know I'm gothing. She's not moving her jaw. She was crafted from a sister of my house in celebration of my near Umavi ascension. Near Umavi ascension? You're definitely not from around here, are you? Very much not. Well, sell swords if you're looking for work. There is work here in these lands in the time of war. If you can carry a blade, while well, we send most of our able-bodied soldiers to the front line, clean up is a bit of a problem here at home. I would say go ahead and talk to Lady Zethrith Olios within the Aurora Hold if you're looking for contracted work. Say that, that name again. Lady Zethrith? Zethrith Olios. That is uh, very generous of you. Zethrith Olios. I'm sorry, I, I, forgive our impertinence. We didn't ask for your name. Kind of gives you a look like, you, you can see in the way the head turns, like, you don't know my name. <laughs> yes. I have had many names through many lives, but the one I take now is Sunbreaker Ullman. Sunbreaker Ullman? Ullman. And is, Ullman. Is there a, is there a Mrs. Curry. Sunbreaker? Or, or. Are you flirting with the fucking Minotaur? He is fucking hot. <laughs> 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 and you know, 50 50, my husband's dead, so. <laughs> wow. 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 We've been sending him messages every night. <laughs> behind enemy lines. The, the massive Minotaur looks down at the goblin with a, a curled eyebrow and goes, hmm. No. Whoa. Don't make any messes. And he turns around and Pleasure. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I like Did you see the way I think he winked at you? I think he winked at you. I think I, I saw. couldn't tell, I couldn't tell oh, through his his fine. piercing eyes. Those were, those were his horns were piercing. His horns yeah. not. He was horny. Stay on task. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How much how much time keep mine? About 20, 15 to 20. At this point, about 15 minutes or so, before Let's, uh, let's head into the livery. Livery and right. see if there's a conversation. Oh, there's Olamon. 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 Not Breaker, Olamon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. Saddle up! <laughs> <laughs> like a gerbil on a banana. <laughs> Has ruined tomorrow morning's Twitter. <laughs> DMs as red as his T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Never underestimate the player's ability <laughs> to fuck with you. Um, so as you approach uh, the the wide structure that sits affixed to this large pen where these creatures themselves are currently held, um, the smell is strong. It, it's a combination of the fur, the dung, and this like heavy acrid smell that's. You can only attribute to that heavy, long, soaked piss. Um, but as you kind of enter the interior of the building, you can see a, a series of goblins that are in the process of just lounging, like not doing their job, and they're kind of sitting there drinking in these little uh, wooden cups of some sort of a liquid, and they're talking amongst themselves. You kind of catch the tail end of conversation, uh, not. Uh, so one, one of them is just saying, this whole thing is just being ridiculous. It, 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 no, all the ones just kind of taking the stuff and not really paying for it. And then as soon as you guys walk in, they all kind of <laughs> and sit upright 
and uh, all look over on the opposite end, and you see turning from the opposite uh, side. Uh, this would be perfect. An older goblin, probably later in his years, uh, a bit rotund, this kind of puff of, of gray-white hair that kind of sits at the back of the head and the front of it's just bald entirely, liver spots in the face, long nose that seems to come to a gradual point kind of towards the ground, a bulbous chin. Looks kind of like Meg Mucklebones <laughs> from Legend, but like much smaller <laughs> and, a, and, and a dude. Years, does that mean he's like 15, 16? Mm -hmm. uh, pushing 20, maybe oh. 25. Oh. Um, uh, but you, you see this, this, uh, this figure is missing both arms. Um, has a, a really, really nice, kind of a, a somewhat dirtied vest over uh, no shirt. And has a pair of slacks where they're rolled up towards the knee, and then just bare feet, kind of walking. They're black on the bottom, and you can see the long, kind of dirty toenails haven't been clipped in a while, and kind of hook over the front of the, the toes. Uh, you can see him reaching up with one leg and finishes wrapping a rope around what looks to be some pole leaning on the edge, and then turns to the rest of you and goes, "How are you? You come to do business, tonight? <laughs> on fire tonight." <laughs> Hello, old Tyra. Thank you. Oh, hi. Hi, that little girl. Nice to see you. Pleasant <laughs> <laughs> day we're having here. Um, quite pleasant. Quite pleasant. Do you manage these stables here? This, this. Uh... Hi, hi. Welcome to Zorth's Pits. I'm Zorth. Zorth. Yeah. Zorth. Zorth's Pit. Um, family business, are these your kin? No, they're a bunch of peasants. And they all kind of <laughs> scatter, and one of them kind of carefully starts stepping into the pin with like what looks to be a, a cluster uh, of somewhat, maybe not the freshest meat, but it's like dang them over and tossing them in here. <laughs> and immediately the goblin kind of runs outside, looks back to the rest of you. Yeah, we got the best, best beast in the land here. You looking to buy something, huh? <laughs> We, we are, or at least rent, lease rent, him. lease, lease, rent, lease borrow. Lease loan, maybe. Yes, well, um, we've been we've been taking a look at your uh, stock here, and the um, I'm from the south of Jorha, so I'm not familiar with the uh, with the animals up here. The the the, the more bounders, more bounders, more bounders, more bounders. The, that's the longer panther-like. Yeah, they're from the swamps in the south. That's why I was familiar with them. Yeah, that's yeah. where you said you were from. You yeah. don't know what they are. Well, we call them something different down what there. What do you call them? We call them swamp panthers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very imaginative. Well, we're uh... and not accurate either. No, no. Well, that's why. But who am I, the judge? Yeah. The nice young lady. Coming in here to do some business. And I'm not gonna lie, it's not cheap. And looking at the bunch of you, I don't know if they're in your wheelhouse to afford it, but you know, let's give it a try anyway. What you looking for? How many are you looking to buy, huh? How many? <laughs> How many would we need? Uh, to, can, can each one carry more than one? 
Why? Well, if you're included, they can probably fit three or one of them. <laughs> but for the average size folk, oh, oh, look at this big fella right here. Like, even <laughs> pushing maybe two at most with him on there, but you know, conservatively saying. <laughs> My face is covered in spittle. Um, you had other creatures here too, did you not? Are, are there larger creatures? Uh, no, just him. Oh, didn't you? Didn't we see some larger? Beasts of Bird? Uh, th- those were other oh, okay, okay. places. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Um. Um, h- how much are we talking for one? For one? Well, let's see. Prices have been going up since they've been buying them off me left and right for the war party, so uh, pushing about 500 gold apiece. They're dangerous, they're quick, faster than any riding horse you've ever seen. Single saddles, or do you sell custom double saddles? I can jump 30 feet in a single bounce, not needing any sort of run-up at all. I don't know why I'm trying to drink right now. That's a fucking <laughs> Up and down trees, mountains, rocks, whatever you need. Cliff sides, no problem. They'll take you there. Is half the resale value on these? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, how's the resale value? If we, if we bought these, could we sell them in another town for, for almost as much? If you got a good enough sales plan and you're very convincing, probably, but treat them well, push them, feed them, don't let them kill and eat you, I think you'll be good. Is this happening in common? No. Hmm? This is Gobbler or common right now? Uh, this, is, this is common because okay. it was a mixed group that came in here. Okay. Um, has not slipped anything goblin-wise to you directly yet. Okay. Mm. okay. Uh-huh. That's a lot. I don't know if this is How many would we need, do you think? Three? Four? One, two, three. They can each hold two fully grown. What about this One, big fellow here? Yeah, That's what I'm saying. He's probably pushing it to two tops. Maybe three if you're included. Uh, you're not from a big one. Uh, you're pretty tiny. You'd probably do that. Eight. Three of them, maybe. <laughs> we could probably get away with. Excuse me, my good sir. Yes, of uh, course. What's your name? Uh, Goth. Goth. Yeah. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. I'm Goth. <laughs> Our name's Rhyme. That's silly. That is a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't happen often. No. Tickles me belly. <laughs> Doesn't seem very remarkable to me. Uh, I wanted to ask you. Uh, yeah. How hard are these creatures uh, to pick up, uh, mastering them and riding them? Can you just pick it up, or is it a learning curve? No, uh, I'll probably have to give you some uh, sort of a seminar when you purchase it, but that's part of the purchasing price, is to get a chance to sit you down and we'll go over the basics of maintenance and, right, and right. Hey, I'll give them a name, get them used to it, just a few hours of training and I think it will be good, yeah. Few hours, but yeah. just the, just uh, maybe one of us per creature, per beast, who knows how to. Preferably, yeah. It. it needs to bond to one individual too, and it might get confusing, and it might pick one of the other one day and eat the head off of the one it doesn't decide. You know, if he didn't do it right, so you got to be careful. Well, you know, I am good with cats, so this is sounding good to me. Oh, perfect! It's meant to be. How many are you buying? North, um, uh, you said that uh, uh, fighting forces were coming to take these from you. To well, they, they purchased a few. We've been, we've been trying paying, to keep up. They're not paying full retail, though, are they? They're paying what they are supposed to pay, seeing as how they're keeping us safe from all the fucking bastards yeah. over the Ash Keepers. And, the and more power to them. I hope they kill those Empire scum. But Damn right. 
I hope also that you've been giving them the best of your stock to fight in the front lines. Well, we keep as good stock. I mean, to be honest, the ones that don't grow up are the perfect second eaten by the first. So, you know, the ones that survive, they're usually the best stock regardless. <laughs> All right, I'll switch to Goblin. Uh, wow. Listen, listen, listen. Goblin to Goblin. If we buy three of these, couldn't you cut your fellow Gobby a deal here? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Natural 20. Okay, okay. Persuasion? Yes. Oh, there's no minus. So that's 15. Okay. I will, uh, I can throw in a tiny statue of a dick. <laughs> A one of a kind big <laughs> statue. Leans in close. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And? And we can't understand, we just see no, her. Just out see <laughs> this was actually, this was a, a petrified dick. Really? Of what? Of a, of a tiny, tiny human, an ancestral human no. uh, that we found in a, in a mine somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Oh, well, 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 no, it's 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 there. Yeah, it's there. It's there. Persuasion? Deception. Deception. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, where's that? No. Ooh. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, seems about right. I mean, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Humans. Uh, funny. Um. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what. We can work for trade. What kind of trade are we talking? Hey, hey! Get! We can't actually do that, he doesn't have it. He actually snaps with his toes. Hey, hey! He's awesome. He's, he is super dexterous with his, with his feet. I'm having a conversation! Is some prospective clients. And they all kind of <laughs> scutter off into a, a back room and close the little door. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm in a bit of a pickle, to be honest. Um, <laughs> you see, I, I keep two subterranean nests where we um we breed our more bounders, and uh, something's kind of moved into one of them. Kind of. Killed one of my last batches, my last clutch, whatever the, they called them. I don't know. No, not very well studied on their uh, history. I'm just good at I'm good at raising them and selling them. So, um, I've, it got a bit scary, so I sealed it off um, with some chains. And uh, if if you'd be interested. Maybe you could go down there and you know see what's inside there, see what the problem is. Maybe kill it and uh, uh, we'll uh, I'll, I'll take your price down. How much down? Three. You're looking to buy how many? Three. You do this for me. I'll give you all three for seven hundred and fifty gold. Half price. Half price. Let me confer with my fellows. Yeah, of course, of course. Go for it. <laughs> All right. I will convey what was said. What do you guys think? Should we? Oh shit! Hold on. It... Hey, 
Hey, is, the, uh, is the is the monster or the the nest or the herd the the place where we would be going in within the confines of this city here or outside the, the city? No, it's it's here beneath the actual premises. Oh, it's right here. Okay, yeah. good. cool. Back back in a few. Sounds unsafe. Uh, Did he say what it was? What are you talking he about? I he he wants us to go kill an unknown creature for him, and he'll knock half the price off. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's still a lot of gold, though. Two thirds. I don't know if we can even get that much gold together. Sure we can. Really? I don't know if we can, though. I'm, I'm... We don't have that much gold. Uh, maybe you can knock the price down a little bit more. How much, how much gold do we have? Oh, I don't actually have a lot okay. of gold. We, we just have don't a lot have of, a lot of gold personally with us, gold, you know? So. I honestly don't know how much gold. You know what we should do? We should go down we there and take a look much. at this beast, and we'll decide on the way down. What? <laughs> yeah, let's go see what's in this cave underneath. You just want to go? Yep. Well, I, I was actually going to recommend maybe uh, we can we can uh, send our tiny furry friend down there just for a little look see and then uh, formulate whether or not this is a good deal or not. Well, whatever we do, we should do it in the next six and a half minutes. <laughs> well, maybe well, yeah. we can. If we all go down into yeah. the cave, then yeah. maybe you can recast a spell like. I did not cast Comprehend Languages, I don't know what that is, but yeah, we could go down below, just a scooch, and I can do okay. what you're talking about. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure if we have a conversation about our individual issues, that if anything were to arise while we're in here, I think they, they seem like under an understanding bunch. Also, I, I have, <coughs> a, I don't know if I have that much coin, but I have some gems and some, uh, some other items, so. Well, if you don't have any gold to spend, then why are you coming in here after the bar? We have some, we have some. Listen, we've decided to go down and take a look, assess the situation, yeah. and we'll come back with our with our verdict. Um, does that sound good to you? I'd kind of prefer confirmation, because uh, I, I don't, it's up to you. We can agree to do the job right now if you cut the price down to 400 gold total. No. Five hundred. Five hundred. Five hundred gold total. Six hundred fifty gold, and that's all. Do we have that much? Six hundred and a tiny dick statue. Yeah, that's good. Six hundred and a tiny dick. Sold. <laughs> I, uh, I, I hold out my leg and say, "Shake on it." You're, you're, fun, you're fairly dexterous, but. It feels like a handshake. Like it, the, the actual foot curves around, and he gives it a hearty shake and kind of withdraws back and looks at you all and goes, 50 gold dick. So? So? I'll leave this we'll take for look. collateral. Goes and plucks it between the two toes and tucks it into a little <laughs> little pocket in the vest in front. I figure we take we we go down there. We'll we'll if it's if it gets if it gets rough, we'll just make an expeditious retreat. Yeah. We'll be is fine. it like right there, right sleep. when you go down, or is it like? Right. Well, there's all of us. I'll, I'll lead you there. Okay. Well, that's awful kind. Okay. Yep. Let's you go. ready? Let's do it. All right. Come on, follow me. Turns around, uh, moves behind where the pen was, uh, and beyond the door where the goblins were in there. You can see them kind of peeking out as you guys walk by and kind of chuckle and giggle behind the door. Um, getting a closer look at them, like they're they're younger. Weird, um, weird question. Yes. Are they laughing with us or at us? Making are we check. are we being are we being taken? Uh, making make a what? Inside check. Inside check. Taken. Uh, Oof, that's that good. So that could have been so bad. Uh, Twenty-one. Whispers, uh, goblin whispers. Now listen to me very carefully. 
Guys, D and D Beyond is okay. not aware that I'm running for president of their organization. <laughs> but you should subscribe to their service. You'll follow up on this? I, I don't follow politics. I was talking to Sam. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, so, all right. On the, on the far end of this chamber, you can see there's a, there's a, a heavy metal tunnel that kind of curves around the back and that leads from where the pen is. Yeah, there you go. From where the, the, the pen kind of reserve is where these creatures are being held and, and tethered. Um, into another back room. He leads you inside, and there is this is kind of a holding area. Kind of, you can see where, where the breeding grounds are underneath. They're brought up here and then out into the pen. I guess as they get older, possibly. Inside here, you see there are large bundles of food. Um, there are big, big uh, piles of rolled chain that have been just kind of coiled and coiled. Uh, and there is what looks to be a hatch that leads into a downward slope. He goes over to it, opens the hatch, and goes. Come on, follow me. And heads down into the darkness. We, we follow. Sure. Cast okay. light. All right. The light emanates. The smell in here is worse than the interior because uh, it's a combination of the uh, the Moorbounder shit. It's a combination of rot, like rotting corpse rot. Um, the chamber kind of curves a little bit, then goes straight, and then it splits off into two. There are two doors, heavy. Uh, iron doors that are one of them you can see is has a uh, a small barricade that slipped in on the right side, and the one on the left side has multiple pieces of metal pushed and propped up against it, chains wrapped around it, and what looks to be a series of other poles and tools and things that are just pushed up to try and keep it closed and at bay, as well as other furniture thrust against it. And you can see it's been like pushed back a little bit. Well. You don't mind me asking, did you get a good look at it before you barricaded this entry point? No! I went in there and saw that the my, one of my leaders was being eaten, oh. and then it made it made a bunch of noises, and then I ran. You just heard it, right? Yeah, I'm not going to go talk. You see what I have to work with? What's the, what are the noises more? Squawks and, 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 and shrieks, or barks, or Low growls? growls. No, uh, like small, angry squeaks. And oh. then, a, and then a big growl. Okay. Okay. Will you be coming with us? No. All right. This doesn't seem like too big of a deal. I think we'll be, we'll just be just fine. Pop in, kill the thing, and then pop on out. Yep. Are your, are your little um, litter? Are is any of them in there or? Unfortunately, not in that one. The one on the right is where the litter has been raised currently. Um, the one in there. Not doing too well. And he bows his head kind of sadly for a moment. That's really sad. Mm. But I, that's not having a waste. So you're just going to wait here on a tippy toe while we go in? Yeah. Mm. Right. No listening. Actually, we prefer to work in a little bit of uh, you know silence. If you just wait for us up top, we'll take care of this lickety split. All right. Okay, I accept your terms. See you okay. Soon. He goes over and like pulls a key out of his pocket with his right foot and uh, deftly unlocks one of the locks, pulls the chain off. Ah, that's, that's a big pot. Um, rest of it, it's up to you. And he scurries up the, the previous chamber and then up the slope and out of sight. Should, um, Am I still t Should we prep? Oh, we've got about one minute left. What's it look like? What's it look like when I change? Can you see like a little bit of my features poking through? What happens? No, you're, what, no, it just Am happens instantaneously. I want to see, wait, oh, wait, really? can I look in your pants as it's happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. 
fucking ridiculous. You watch <laughs> as the polymorph wears off. Describe it. <laughs> Tell us. Six. And does it just five. disappear? Or does it? Four. It. it, it yeah. yeah. Two. Reverts in. One. Happy New Year. There you go. I was in the pool. Oh, for goodness sake. Wow! I was distracted. I was looking at the horn. I saw I it. Didn't even see. I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> okay. Hey, Sorry. Ducey. Sorry. Why don't you come over here and put your ear on this uh, <laughs> this wall and see if you can hear anything? All right, I was. <laughs> Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Yeah. Ooh, that's terrible. Twelve. Twelve. You don't really hear much, unfortunately. It's pretty quiet. Not. Might be sleeping. Take, oh, take your ear away for a second, and I'll go oh, against God. the side of it. Okay. Now, do you hear anything? I would say both of you guys make perception check. You with disadvantage, just right. based on the failure of the last roll. Uh, 17. 15. Okay. Still hard for you to pick up a little bit against the door. You hear what sounds like skittering. Level. Some tiny squeaks, some scratching, more skittering. A ways away. It's like a distant echo, and you're only barely able to make it up against the door. Yeah, sounds like a bunch of little things. But he did say a bunch of little squeaks and then a roar. So maybe whatever the bigger thing is just has something to clean up the scraps. Or it was the sound of one of them, one of the, the panther things dying. Or perhaps we are talking about uh, babies and mama. Yeah, could be babies and mama. Hard to say. Maybe it's like a spider, like a giant spider that had like a nest of baby spiders. So there's like a thousand little baby spiders and then one giant big one. I like spiders. Well, let's go find out. How many? Yeah, is, it, is it supported by poles? Like there are probably about twenty different poles, metal bars, pieces of heavy furniture leaned up against it. Um, Whatever he and his goblin troop were able to muster, they pushed up against this door to ensure that whatever was in there did not come and out. It looks like it's been like hitting against it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It looks like like some of the poles have been pushed into the ground a bit, and there's like a slight gap at the top where the door looks like it's maybe pushed a little out of its hinge. Good mm. deal. Good. We should deal. have asked how long. I'm going to bless you, and you, and you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Once we're, well, actually, do you want to wait till we're in because it's a it's a sixty second. You want to make to we're in. It only lasts for sixty seconds. Yeah. Ooh. So you want to wait till we're. Let's okay. go in. Got to go right, in. Huh? Going yeah, in. we start removing the poles. Okay. Right. Yasha helps you, and uh-huh. it takes a. Doesn't take too long. Uh, Yasha's just like peeling him off the door, and between the the two of you and anybody else who wants to help out, you manage to get to a point where the door eventually kind of. Hangs open a little bit. The top and bottom hinges loose. The one, the bottom breaks off entirely, and it kind of uh, opens up at an angle where now it's long ways occupying the same jam where the door previously was. Oh right! So instead of a thing, it's like it's opened, it's hatched. Like it's slide. open and then sk- kind of slid to one side. So now you have you can travel under or over it. That's kind of at our advantage. If you wanted to, you could float some light down in that direction or send in your little friend to take a look. I'm looking at you, Widow Gas. Yeah, but we're running out of time. Uh... Uh, for what? She has uh, given her blessing to some of us, and that is. Yeah, she right said, as we go in. She was just saying she was going to do it as we're oh, going okay. in. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, oh my cat! All right. 
Sending in Frumpkin. Okay, roll stealth check for Frumpkin. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, oh, but that's cat stealth, it's 18 plus, so that is, where's my cat? Uh, 20. Okay, and then roll perception check for Frumpkin, please. I summon a fact. Natural 20. Ooh! Okay. As Frumpkin heads into the chamber, it is it is a, a rough, carved tunnel that descends into a subterranean cavern, maybe 50, 60 feet across before it comes to an end. It, it, it's not very wide, and it kind of has like a small opening towards the beginning, pinches a bit, and then curves around the side to end. Um, it is damp, it smells awful, and just Frumpkin kind of stepping down into the first area, you can see what look to be bones scattered across the front area. Small bones, at least small for the creatures that were in here. They look human-sized and they're tinier age, I guess. Um, and you see across one cluster, one, one mostly picked clean body of what may have been a young uh, moorbounder, probably 30 or 40 large, crusty rats are just clustered up over the body. Some of them are fighting for each other, squeaking at each other. Some of them are looking in the direction of the sound and the little bit of light that's peeking through from the door that's now been pushed to the side and the light spell that Caduceus has been maintaining. And they're all just kind of like pulling strips of flesh and whatever remnants they can from the bones and the corpse of one of these creatures. You say large. Like about that big each. Oh, okay. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, so looking to Frumpkin's eyes, uh, I want Frumpkin to look at the ceiling. Okay. Frumpkin looks up at the ceiling, and you can see there are uh, a few kind of rough bits of rock and stone that seem to have uh, either, through ancient uh, seismic activity, have kind of pushed through this this cavern while it was partially carved. There were some pieces of heavy stone that couldn't be carved, and as such, they kind of protrude and arc down a bit. And uh, looking up, kind of pressed between where these two stones are jutting out, there is what looks to be some sort of a creature, no details to be seen, but a large creature that has currently pressed all of its limbs against the two sides of the rocks, yeah. and it's just suspended looking down. You see, like, it looks to be like foot force, like four arms or legs. It looks almost feline like, from what little details that Rumpkin can see, just kind of pressed, kind of American Ninja Warrior style, <laughs> into the rocks and just looking down. <laughs> a little bit of saliva. Look at it. Drips ask, from ask, above. It's very dark in there. Is it like there's no light? Hey, ask Frumpkin to slowly, slowly crouch down and low to the ground and back out of the chamber. Okay. Frumpkin slowly backs out. Backs out. Backs out. Backs out, and then manages to come. Back to the doorway, unnoticed. Snap him away from the door, and he's gone. Okay, uh, so uh, there's a rat situation. Mm. That's one thing, a lot of rats. Uh, but there is a big uh, thing um, uh, hanging from the ceiling, looking it's down like at it. Like a spider or what? No, it was much, uh, no, no, no. Uh, it was muscular, it looked maybe feline itself. Um, it looks like it is watching the room, so. Can you send in one of your big balls of fire? Like straight up to the ceiling or something? I do not have that ready today because I thought we would do a little more talking. 
in the city. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah, big we could bummer. do. I have, I have some oil. I've got some. We could do. We could do some fluffernutter. <laughs> we could do. <laughs> we could do something like fluffernutter. <laughs> I mean, do you yeah. think we could make fire line work here? We could. Okay, fire line, ball of fire. Hmm. I would have to run in though. Yeah. We could. We could tailor it. We could have Frumpkin do it and keep you safe. Frumpkin can't carry a, a bottle of oil. That's yeah. true, that's true. What will you do when you get there, though? Keep running. Hide. You need to peel away. You need to get up to that point, douse them, and peel away. Okay. Or we just throw in some black powder and you shoot it. <laughs> Flavernata! I don't have any black powder. What the fuck? I have a big jar of burning oil. But that's similar, similar. Mm. Just we doesn't. If a thing that we have done before, we could do it now. We could try it. All right. Better than running in. You want to give it a go? Sure. Half. You've been in there visually. How far from the entrance is the creature? Uh, it was about midway into the chamber, and the chamber and went back about 60, <clears throat> 60 or so. So 30, 35. Okay. I can use. Maybe I can use mage hand to. Carry in. That's even better. What if we could? What if we could convince this thing to be like a steed? Oh. I could try and go in and like talk to it. You mean tame the beast? Yeah. What if it's intelligent? What if it's like a human thing? That would be unfortunate. I have not known a lot of positive instances I, I of getting like a wild animal to be all right with this idea because. That thing is not looking for us for a vial or a jar of anything floating through the air. We could drag it along, and then, like you're cooking, you're seasoning your food, you could just douse the rats. Go all over the room with it. Straight line to the rats, and then just juice the rats. Do it. And okay. then, whoosh. do it. I'm into it. I'm juicing the rats. I'm not juicing the, the guy up top. I have no way to reach the guy up top. Okay. I'll juice the rats. You juice the rats. I'll juice the rats. You like it, dude? That's a fresh <laughs> SNL sketch from 1980. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only the freshest. Okay, 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 okay. It'll get you more juice. <laughs> All right. We're going to try something a okay. set play. Okay. So, in this moment of intense quiet, as you gather your supplies to prepare for your plan, take a deep breath. And we'll come back at the end. Thinking we can take a break now and then jump into whatever this is going to be when we return. Um, so we'll be back here in a little bit. We're going to take a short break, folks. We do have our fantastic wormwood giveaway tonight. Wormwood. Wormwood. Oh, it's so pretty. I'm going to mispronounce the shit out of this. Yeah, you are. Paddock, gorgeous wood. Paddock, 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 paddock right? right? Yeah, it sounds yeah. Great. beautiful. It's, it's orange. It's a yeah. great it's color, like fire yeah. red. Uh, yeah. yeah, or is it put here? Genus, sorry, genus Pterocarpus. Mm. Pterocarpus, maybe. I don't know. I'm so Latin. <laughs> I just I don't try and pronounce things on this show anymore. Wood. I get enough shit as it is. Don't speak Latin. So one of you lucky winners uh, gets to win this. Uh, since you're in our Twitch chat, uh, you just have to enter the keyword beasts, plural beasts. 
once, more than once, and you'll be disqualified. Uh, and once again, it's only for people in the US and Canada, excluding Quebec, because of dumb laws. But we will return here with a winner post-haste. See you guys in a little bit. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we're often told that talking about our emotions can be dramatic, unnecessary, or unproductive. But in actuality, when you repress negative feelings, it can be extremely taxing on the brain, so much so that it impairs logical, productive decision-making. Now, listen, I I am proof of this. I often am very overwhelmed when I look at my calendar and see a long, never-ending list of things to do, and I can just feel my brain wanting to shut down and telling me not to do any of it. But the minute I start to talk to someone about my stress and I can brainstorm the best order to go about my day, my task paralysis starts to disappear. So if there is something taxing on your mind that you need to try and talk out, try BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp is entirely online, making it convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And to get started, you just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Critical Role today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Critical Role. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and french fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. Oh, hey there. Laura Bailey here to tell you all about the glorious goods we create inspired by our stories. Our stores are filled with the basics, like character-inspired t-shirts, dice sets, and pins, as well as more specialty items like fancy jackets, puzzles featuring gorgeous artwork, the comfiest joggers and pajamas ever, and much, much more. There's also a few special items that support charity efforts, like our dedicated Critical Role Foundation merch. 
You can check out all of our regional online stores by visiting the Shop tab on CritRoll.com or head straight to the U.S. store at shop.critroll.com. Every purchase helps support our shows and the stories we tell. Speaking of which, let's get back to the story. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, Laura will be jumping in here in just a second. She's taking care of baby stuff. Um, but in the meantime, we have our winner of our one-word giveaway, which is Joe Chasra. I believe that's it properly. Joe Chasra. Congratulations. We'll go ahead and get you your uh, brand new spanking Wormwood dice box ASAP. Getting out spankings? <laughs> you should be so lucky. Yeah. Um, so, as you guys begin to prepare yourselves to enter this chamber. Yeehaw, Matt. Yeehaw, Sam. <laughs> Y'all come back now you're here. I'm so happy. Uh-huh. Best idea. It's the best. Um, all right, so for you guys um, to try and ascertain what your setup is as you head into this chamber, I would like you guys to figure out what your placement is. So if we're at this point here, who's going in first? Well, you need to be up not, front. not as right at the door, because we're going to try to pull right, some shit. Yeah. Right, Caleb, so that'd be Caleb right at the entrance way there. Be at the door. Right. Caleb, you're at the front. Well, uh, I will be. Uh, I will go to the other side of that chamber, that hallway. Uh, yeah, and then take f- uh, three steps backward. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Put you. And I am preparing uh, a firebolt to launch at the ground. So three steps back. So we'll pick uh, oh, I'm sorry. I just meant five feet. Okay, gotcha. So yeah, that's perfect. Okay. What is going on? All right, so that's that's Caleb and Nott. Where's everyone else going? Um, I'd like to be towards the back, but not at the back. All right, so there. Maybe. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. Did everybody roll initiative? No, not yet. No. The combat has not yet begun. Begun. Um, who do we want in front? I mean, like we should probably put our. Ten- we should probably put Yasha towards the front. I imagine. Yeah. I'd like to be up near the front as well. All right, we'll put Yasha behind and forward there. In front of Caleb? Next to Caleb. Okay. Bo? I'll be like behind Caleb or wherever. Next to me. Near Caleb. Yeah, that works. All right. Sure. And are you keeping your uh, your blink dog at bay? He's going to sit outside for this one. Okay. You watch his nugget kind of curls back into the the exit portion of the chamber and kind of. Don't make any noise. Don't know if he understands me. He's real cute. And just sits there, kind of looking at you expectantly. You still have a ferret around your neck? Yeah. But a goth ferret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a garret. <laughs> um, so, Mighty Nine, what would you like to do? From as far as Frumpkin could see, from how far Frumpkin went into the chamber, that was as far as it went. Um, that's all you know. And the rats were where about? Right there. Okay. That's the only play at the moment. Okay. We're gonna attempt something, and it's definitely gonna work and kill everything in there in one move. That's Watch and learn. Sounds confident. Right. Well, we'll flush things out. Here we go. Fireline! I don't. Flush I don't yell that. Out. I don't yell fireline. Okay. <laughs> I whisper fireline. Gotcha. Fireline. I cast mage hand. Okay. I take my purified pot of of oil, burning oil. I had purified some some yep. some alchemist oil before. Certainly. Um, 
and with the mage hand, I'm gonna, uh, starting maybe 10 feet from where we are, um, the, the hand is going to start pouring it out slowly as it as it carries it down in a line. 15, 20, 25, yeah, it can get. If I need to, I'll step you, in. You may have to feet. step in a little closer for the 30 sure. foot range of, of mage hand, but that's I'm about as far as you need. I'm going to step in closer than That'll behind Knot. All right, and Caleb, you move in behind Knot. I'm throwing this thing, I'm just going to, I'm going to douse the rats, right? Straight line up to the rats and then season them like you're cooking pasta. Can Nugget fight? Nugget. Can Nugget can also die. It's up to you. <laughs> let oh, wow! Fight. Let Nugget fight. No, 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 no. Just let you know. But yeah, good to know. Yeah. God forbid. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Some things never change. Um, All right. So. so gonna make a line towards the rats, and then when it gets around the rats, just a bunch of figure eights yeah. all yeah. over the rats, all around. Okay. And when it seems like it's out, I'm gonna to Caleb and say, fire line! Okay, so the the oil vial drifts out, pouring the line. You hear it scattering across the floor of the stone interior cavern. Kind of splattering and uh, droplets hitting the stone. As it pours out, some of the rats kind of towards the sound. And they uh, have a dark vision of 30 feet, so they see you not. So, as, right? All, all of them kind of, you see in a second, all of a sudden, about 14 pairs of eyes suddenly glow as what little bit of light is peeking from the tunnel behind, where Caduceus has had the spell out, catches the back of their retinas, and they all glean in your direction, and then a few more. There's a large cluster of rats over there. Now I need everyone to roll initiative. Is the, is the uh, oil like mid-flight at this point? The oil has just reached them and is now like pouring okay. over them, but they're like, they've just noticed not, and they're starting to like <laughs> kind of scatter as the oil is spilling in their direction. That is terrible. Yep. Going last is probably good as a cleric, to be fair. This is true. All right. Are we still blessed? Yes. You guys are blessed. Does that yeah. count for an initiative? No. No. Okay. Only for attacks and saving throws. Alrighty. So, uh, 25 to 20. 24. 22. Mm. Alright, 20 to 15. 18. Yasha rolled a 19. Ooh. And Bo, you're 18? Correct. Uh, 15 to 10. 10. It's, it's good. It's 10 good. to 5? Six. 6. All right. Clerics at the, at, the, at the end are nice, because I can undo anything terrible that happened. Beautiful. All right, so, top of the round, as soon as you hear the, the cluster of hisses and shifting of darkened rat bodies in the shadow across the way, because you guys you have most of you have dark vision, but those who don't, there's limited light in here, and you cannot see really beyond the threshold of this chamber. Jester, you are first. Do they know we're here? Oh, the rats do, but that's about. You're, you're way in the back, so you might not even see what's going on. Okay. Um. Hair something? Holder. Fuck it. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, I was. I was gonna. Do I'm it. gonna throw daylight oh, into the chamber. <laughs> 
All right, whereabouts do you put the range oh, on it? 60 feet. Uh, I'm there. I'm gonna put it like right on the top of that little stuff leg. Yeah. All right, so daylight fills the chamber, revealing the rest of it. You can see where it continues and arcs around the way. That's as much as you can make out from this distance. You don't see anything else immediately visible from your vantage point. Right. But the chamber is very bright. It is it is like it's daytime, cloudless sky within the room. The rats yeah. kind of I did. I just thought it was like yeah, they wouldn't good. like sure, light. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, so, as far as that's concerned, daylight. Yeah, there you go. So that's your action. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, and I already did a spell, so I can't do my bonus. Yeah, I'm just. That's gonna be my move. All right, you're you're gonna stay where you are. Yeah. All right, Jester stays there. Uh, next up on that is not. Uh, I'm gonna. Do I see with the light <laughs> being cast? Do I see the thing that was on the ceiling? Uh, make a perception check. Is this my action to perceive? Uh, this is just a quick glance upward. Right. The, the daylight's gonna make it a little four. Four. You do not. Like right. the, the the ceiling itself, it kind of comes to a, a pincher point where the a lot of the stones kind of are jutting down and creating this uh, kind of a, comparably what would be normally a fifteen foot high ceiling comes down to about ten feet where a lot of these rock shapes are jutting out from the sides in the ceiling. You do not see <coughs> the creature that was mentioned by Caleb. In the ceiling. Yeah. I'll move forward and to my right in that little uh, jut out area there, or maybe where the where the still if. I'm looking for a place to hide, so either that, that jutted out area there. Here or uh, over here? If, if there's a hiding spot where your finger is right now, that would be there, great. There might be, yeah. Okay, I'll go there. 10, 15, 20. You seem to have at least kind of get behind a series of natural uh, stone and rock formations that cluster on that side Bonus of the wall. Bonus action, hide. Alrighty. And then hold my action till I see that creature. I'll just hold the crossbow. Okay, ready to shoot it when it appears? Yes. You got it, then it ends your turn, not? It is Yasha's go. Yasha would like to walk a uh, user 40 feet to come within the cave. All the way in as far as she can. There's going to be a line of fire. 35, 40, <laughs> we'll get her right up to the. Right. Let's, let's, let's. <laughs> where do the rats start? Right where Yasha is. Let's back it up like 10 feet. Okay. And out of the line of fire, basically. Yeah, to the right. Oh, to the right? I mean, it's it's from where I was standing. I'll go, I'll go protect, she, she will protect not. Okay, so yeah, yeah, she'll be over there. Yeah, yeah, kind of steps the over and becomes part of the barrier that's hiding not. <laughs> and she would, uh, with her bonus action, she would like to rage. Okay. And uh, she will hold her attack uh, for when something comes within melee range. You've got it. All right, Yasha finishes her go. Bo, you're up. Uh, okay, I go, uh, sorry, excuse me, Jess. Excuse me. Sorry, excuse me, Ford. Sorry. <laughs> I hear there are there rats. You know, I wanted a pet rat once. My mom wouldn't let me have one. It's Six really seconds. sad. They're actually pretty clean. That's your turn. Animals. <laughs> 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 yep. Is that you do? I mean, yeah, I maybe hold my action for an attack, but yeah, I want to move forward past everybody and kind of come up towards 20. Caleb, but out of the way of the, the out of the way. So there, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're exactly. talking and saying this as yeah, you walk yeah, past. Yeah, I heard the rats. <laughs> All right. Just as the oil flask, which is emptied now all over the rats, kind of gets dropped and shatters on the ground right next to it. That finishes your go, Bo? Yep. Alrighty. Yeah, uh, at the end of that turn, you hear. And leaping from that ceiling portion down towards where Yasha is, you see a massive 
beast entity. In some ways cat-like, in some ways dog-like. It, it has large bone-like spine protrusions along uh, the row of its back between its shoulder blades. You can see patches of fur and what looks to be uh, robust ribs that are kind of pushing against very tightly pulled skin. It looks like it's starved or itself just gaunt and skeletal in nature, but it is probably about 10 feet from front to back. As it leaps down towards her, you can see it attempts to make a multi-attack on Yasha. I will Oh, right that's there. huge. I'm into it. But first, you get your attack, as does Yasha. Okay. Oh, plus this for attack? Yes. Um, 29 to hit. That hits. Am I hidden enough to get a sneak attack? It is adjacent to oh. Yasha, so you don't have to worry about it, right? 25. 25, that hits? Yeah. Holy fuck. Right in front of me. Jesus. Oh, okay. 34 to hit. I mean, 34 points of damage. Ooh, nice. 15 points of slashing damage. Slick. And so as, as it jumps down from the ceiling, Yasha strikes with the uh, magician's judge through the air, right as you release your bolts. You hear as it rears slightly from the attack, but the momentum still comes clampering down towards the ground and then up towards Yasha. At this point, you see that it has a tail, a long tail. A hooked, curved what? tail. Scorpion tail? What? It has a, what looks to be a hooked barb at the end that's about a foot long. Oh no. So first it's going to strike with its bite attack against oh, Yasha. No. That's going to be 19 to hit. That hits. All right. Oh, oh she's really uh, got to do something to her armor class. Serious. What's her ACF? 14. That's oh, low. Oh, that's yeah, no. that's super low. What? Super Wait. Low. Wait. Wait, what? No, not 34 points, th 31 points of damage. Okay, gotcha. Sorry. It's all good. Everything's a quick two. All right, that is. Uh, boxes are checking the equipment. Twenty-seven points of piercing damage to Yasha, reduced to thirteen. And this tail stinger arcs in towards her to make a strike as well. That's going to be another nineteen to hit. That hits. Uh, she takes fifteen points of piercing damage, reduced to seven. Mm -hmm. As the, the the stinger at the end of the tail strikes and dives into right where the clavicle and the neck meet, Ooh. sinks in and she pulls and yanks it out. She does need to make a Constitution saving throw for me, if you don't mind. That she gets a D4 added to. Yes. I have D4s over here. So who who is not blessed? I would say. Well, oh, only three gosh. people are blessed, and right? It's, yeah, it's only three blessed right now. Ford Bo not. Seventeen, uh, uh, eighteen. Oh, I thought, no, I, I thought it was okay. Yasha. Yasha Bo not. No, Ford. Oh, never mind. She doesn't get that D four then. Seventeen. Right. right. So who is it? It is it's Ford Bo not. Are the only three. Ford Bo not. So she does not get a no. plus yeah. D four that. So well, just a one. So seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, that's fine. Ford. Not. Got it. Okay. So. The stinger withdraws, she pushes it out, she kind of grasps the wound for a second. Doesn't seem to have any effect. Um, okay. um, I was holding my attack, can I do like uh, some shurikens at it? Hmm? Sure, oh, yeah. No? That's yeah. true, yeah, if you were holding your attack uh, mm -hmm. for range, so go for it. So, fing, fing. Fing, 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 first attack. Natural 19, so uh, 27. 27, does it, yeah. Plus a d4. Um, 
Are they, these are just D4 damage, right? Uh, or yeah. are they monk weapons? Yeah. We've gone back and forth. I remember this. this. We talked about darts for Shuriken. Times. I remember Shuriken. But I'll just do a D4 for right. now. I don't know. Um, that's pretty good. That's a three plus five, so that's eight damage for the first one. Do I get to do two? I get to do two, right? Action? Uh, or do I just do one? By the rules, it's one, but we've been house ruling that you can take the full. That means that also I get to use it against you guys as well. Yeah. Who just throws one? Throw that's another natural chance. 19. Um, but I'll do the d4. Okay, uh, seven. Yeah, seven damage. You got it. Okay. That, fin- that finishes your go? Yep. Alrighty. Uh, next up is. Finishes that turn forward, you're up. Um, yep, yep, yep. We haven't even done the line of fire yet. Nope, nope, nope. <clears throat> Sweet ass. Alright, um, yep. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> You'll get all, I swear. Uh, happier than a jackass eating cactus. I'm gonna move in and uh, get just in front of Caleb down on that ledge. Right. I'll stay there and with my bonus action, I will cast uh, Hexblade's Curse on Ooh. whatever the fuck that thing is. All right. It's a puppy kitty. Half puppy, half kitty. And I will hold my attack action if it comes within melee range. You've got it. All right, that ends your turn. Uh, That brings us now to the rats. 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 So this one. Uh, Five, get right in between. You can move into people's spaces. Oh no. That doesn't make a huge difference as a swarm. And also, another rat swarm comes out of the corner here. Oh, they're dope. Oh, yeah. Comes around and occupies Yasha's Mr. space. Mr. Kool-Aid, man. So, it's going to make it's a round of back. bite attacks against you, Bo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's going to be a 16 to hit. Miss. So the rats are going to swarm around you and you can kick and beat like, them no, around. no. Attacking Yasha, that is 14 to hit. That, that just is so Yasha then takes as the rats begin to climb up and bite around her legs and knees, and some of them kind of jump up towards her, and she's trying to whack them away with her hand as she's focusing on the creature ahead of her. She takes nine points of piercing damage. So five total. Yes, or four total. That finishes there. Go, Caduceus, you're up. Um, oh man, no, and uh, uh, I'm 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 after you. I'm I'm uh, six, so you go. Uh, so Caleb goes first. Oh, okay. Right, Caleb, you're, you rolled a five for your yeah. initial battle. Yeah. Oh, so I am first. Yes, um, okay, I'm. Oh. This is going to be interesting. Can I get within 30 yeah. feet of the of the big fella? Uh, probably, yeah. And there's no way. You can't cast Bane on rats, can you? On a, on a rat swarm, can you? That's a creature. Like, is it technically a creature? It is a swarm, technically. I'm going to cast Bane on as many things in this room as I can cast Bane on, which is technically three, as long as they're within 30 feet. That's true. And it's a, uh, where are we? It's a, um, it's a charisma save. Oh, that's right. Okay. No, so, you know, you got a shot. Uh, <laughs> six for the rats on yeah, this Yeah, close, end. but no cigar. Yeah, I like it when you talk shit. Uh, that is 14. Still no. <laughs> Rolled a natural 18, but they're minus four charisma. And then... And the big fella? 16. Uh, is a charisma save of 16? Correct. It, natural 17 minus one. So, yeah, it, the, so did he save or did, did he? Did he see 16? 16. Then he saved, yeah. Ah, oh, motherfucker. Sorry. That's uh, okay. Um, and then I'm going to use my bonus action. 
Uh, we have my bonus action. <laughs> I'm gonna have my bonus action to, uh, um, uh, I'm so sorry, uh, cast, um, reaction. There we are. Um, healing word um, on Yasha really quickly. Okay. Do that right? Yeah, 60 feet. Okay. Uh, so well, just, well, you cast, wait, you cast Bane, so you cannot do healing word in the same oh, round. Oh, I can't do healing word in the no, same round? Oh, okay, thank you. I can never remember. It's okay. It's, um, a, it's one spell and a cantrip. Uh, then I will use my other one to uh, um, release the swarm of of uh, angry beetles. Swarm on swarm violence. Uh, yes. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the beetles on the on the on the creature who's the being creature. a jerk. Sure, whereabouts? Uh, right, Thirty feet. Uh, do it right there. I'm on him like he's gonna be in the middle of it, and they're gonna take a bite. All right, go for it. Uh, all right, where are we? There's my blight staff, and okay, I just have to go to creatures, because yeah, so I can figure out how to do this. That's a attack. Uh, my bite. All right. Uh, that's a fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, that hits. Yep. It hits. Ah! It. Oh wow. That's so nice. That's a. Let's get a few d fours here. That's a, I don't trust uh, that right now. Two, three. Uh, fifteen hits the thing. Yeah. Not everything has huge armor classes, Travis. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's a deep uh, ass cave. This ain't done. That's that's terrible. Uh, three, five. That's just seven points of, of damage. Seven points of damage. Seven points right. of damage. And he's irritated. He is. <laughs> the beetles are climbing and biting in various parts of the, the patchy hair and fur across its body already has exposed bits of like dull gray and uh, like liver spotted exposed portions that the beetles are all climbing onto and clinging and carving bits out. It kind of shakes them off best it can. How much did you heal, Yasha? Um, oh, that's, I you couldn't. You didn't. You couldn't. That was why I didn't say. Yasha looked at you disappointed. That's fair. Is that your turn? Yeah, it's in my turn. Caleb. So uh, six seconds ago, it was just Caleb and not standing on that little ledge, <laughs> and Caleb was starting to swirl a little bit of fire in his hand, and then fucking pandemonium <laughs> broke out. So Caleb just watched and went, oh, 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 and the ball just goes from his hand and hits the oil on the ground. That's going to be uh, against the the oil on the both ground. Rat, yeah, the oil on the ground. <laughs> that those rats, those rats. The guy and the beetles all suffer the flame explosion as it burns across. So it's a dexterity saving throw for each of them. So for the rats, uh, strangely, yeah, they made a fifteen. So they managed to uh, only take. Oh wait, they did. They take a d four negative to that. Oh yeah, that's true. Thank you. That'll do it. Eleven. They missed. Uh, they fail. So that is five points of fire damage to that rat swarm. Yeah. The other one. No, they fail. That is another five points of fire damage. That rat swarm. Uh, the beetles. Seven. Seven. They take five points of fire damage. Okay, they are. And awesome. the creature, national 19 plus one, 20. It makes the save, so it takes no damage. Uh, and I will finish this turn. Uh, Caleb just backs out of the room going, oh, 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 and walks back and stands next to Chester. <laughs> okay, there you go. Hi. <laughs> well, we look alike. <laughs> All righty. Uh, so that finishes your turn. Jester, you're up first. Okay, I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. Alrighty, where are you putting it? At fucking fourth level. Fourth level, yeah. nice. I'm going to put it right above the dude. Alrighty, Spiritual Weapon. That's my bonus action, so yeah. I'm going to try to hit it. Yeah. Alright. Hmm, 14? 14, uh, chest misses. Balls, yay. Okay, then I'm going to cast Toll the Dead as Toll my dead. action at oh the guy. My. It's a wisdom save? Yes. Uh, natural 20. Mm. 
cool. <laughs> that is a really fun turn. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh. Some days, man. But you got your candy out there in the field. You did. This is Sam for the Church of the Traveler. And of Jester's turn, not you're up. I'm Unless going you want to move. To... You good? Get up and run deeper into the cave. Yeah. Right past the thing, using bonus action to disengage. Whoa. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. That's as far as you can get there. Okay. I'll turn around. Well, do I see anything back there? Make perception check. Okay. Nope, seven. Okay, yeah. Uh, when I get there, I'll turn around and fire a crossbow bolt into the big thing. You got it, roll attack. Oh yeah, plus things. That's 20, 29 again. 29 again hits, yeah, roll damage. Uh, still sneak attack as it's engaged. As it's engaged with, with uh, Yasha. Whoa! Oh, oh, oh no. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow. Six, six, five, five, one. Yep, yep, yep. yep. 29, 29. Shit. One low roll, the rest are high. It's like the thing splintered in it. Oh god! So at, as it's currently being assaulted by a cluster of, of beetles biting into its side, flames burst from underneath it, and Yasha and it are both clashing with jaw and blade. In its hindquarters, the um, the bolt slips in there, and you watch the tail kind of suddenly, uh, instinct- instinctively pulse and and reflexively tense itself from the from the pain that it's now suffering. I'll, add, I'll add a fury of the small, another eight points of damage. Sure. Thirty-seven points of damage on one hit. Not too nice. bad. Okay. That's your turn. It's only a little bit bad. better than Yasha's go. Yasha's going to stay in the melee range of the creature and is going to try and work her way around and grapple the stinger on the tail. Okay. So uh, she can move around this way. She wants to go through the, the uh, difficult terrain, or it'll be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. She'll get right there to try and grapple its tail. Let's try and do that. The rats do get an attack opportunity on her. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Not with the minus four Sorry. from the uh, from Bane. Yep, yep. So she moves around. Go ahead and make a, uh, I'll say, make an athletics check for her. Because okay. she's raging, she does have advantage on it. That is uh, 17. 17. She manages to grapple the creature, and she's holding the tail. Um, it's grappled, it can't move. It can still strike with it. If she wants to, uh, next round, she can attempt to continue to actually restrain the tail and prevent it from attacking. Okay, okay. So there, it is grappled, and if she wants to next turn, she could hold it and make it unable to do anything. Okay. Got it. All right. It uh, does get attacked with it this turn, but I'll say it's a disadvantage. And does the grapple count towards keeping her rage up? Yeah, it's still an attack. Great, okay. All right, that finishes Yasha's turn. Bo, you're up. I'm going to dart across parkour off of the stalagmite, because I'm a boss. Classic. <laughs> nope, uh, in front of the, the oh. uh, cat dog's face. This Where one? I was hiding. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm gonna jump, and I'm going to come down, and I'm going to rocket punch it with my staff to its right throat. There. Uh-huh. You got it. Uh, the rats already used the reaction, so it's another grapple. Do, do I get advantage? Uh, or no? No, you don't get advantage on it. Okay. That's a 19 again. Yeah, that keeps it is. It's happening, yeah. and I'm super into it. <laughs> uh, oh, God, and no. I rolled a max no. damage. Uh, no. 13. 13. Oof. Nice. Second As set. you come down, whack with the staff over the top of its head, 
it, it whips off to the side, slobber scatters across the rock floor, and it kind of has to catch itself. It's starting to look woozy. Next, I want to bring the staff back up a reverse uh, with 20 to hit. That hits, roll damage. Yeah, 10 damage, crack. Crack, all right. Ooh, it's looking, it's looking really bad. And then I'm going to turn to Yasha and I'm going to say, you chasing tail. And then I'm going to do a flurry of blows, I'm going to go pop, pop. Wow. I want to give you disadvantage for this attack. <laughs> Does her tiefling dick grow back? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Disney, like the Little Mermaid. There's just this little like. <laughs> it's subliminal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first attack, natural one. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're so involved in your, your shitty phrase, to Yasha. They look back and go, oh. I, I meant to do that next one. Plus, <laughs> that's plus better. Still your D4. Too. No, that was a natural one, but yeah, still D4. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's um, 21 plus. That okay, oh, yeah. 24. Um, 10, uh, damage mm-hmm. 10 damage again. 10 damage. You miss that one strike, and you turn back, and it turns its giant jaws towards you, its mouth open, the strings of slobber stretching from across its teeth. And as it kind of rears back, Yasha holding its tail, you whack, just uppercut it right in the chin, and you hear, and it falls unconscious on the ground. Unconscious, not dead. You could still wake it up and tame it. Impressive. Should we wake it up and tame it? There might be more in here. Let's, uh... Unfortunately, gone. The what? Hexblade's curse is gone. Oh, right. But you gain temporary hit points from it, I think? Yeah. That's okay, I haven't been hit at all. (laughs) All right, that ends Bo's turn? Yep. All righty. Now the dragon's turn. Sorry. (laughs) Um, As you watch it collapse, and there's this kind of, oh, cool, we can go ahead and maybe tame this thing. Nah, you here. And you look up above, and on a Upper platform up here, as well as around the corner, are two more of the same creature looking right at you. As they both run in and leaping down there and there. Oh, shit. First one is going to go ahead and make two attacks at you one with the bite and one with this tail stinger. Uh, That is going to be 19 to hit. Hits. Alrighty. You take. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Nice narrow cavern, too. Mm-hmm. 22 points of piercing damage. Okay. I'll, I guess I'll uncanny dodge that one. All right, so you take 11 points of piercing damage. You can mark that. And the Tail Stinger is going to attempt to strike at you. That is going to be a 22 to hit. Hits. You then immediately suffer. Uh, 14 points of piercing damage. Uh-huh. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. With a d4. Correct. Okay. Great. Uh, better, better. Uh, 15. 15, you succeed the saving oh, throw. Oh, thank you. As you, thank feel, you. as you feel a toxin pushing into your body, you manage to wrench it from the front of your chest and sternum, and you watch as some of that kind of weird, oily, poison venom just kind of out the back of it as you remove it from the wound. As you push it away, the other one comes in to bite you from the opposite end. Uh, That's going to be a 15 to hit? No. That you kind of duck below and its bite hits the side of the the rock wall. Tail Stinger is going to come at you. That is a natural 20. Oh! And you're more than 30 feet away, aren't you? From you, yes. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Can't do anything. All right, so you suffer 
30 points of piercing damage oh. from the tail as the stinger just hits you in the abdomen and lifts you like a foot off the ground. Oh. You're actually kind of held there for a second. Make another constitution yeah. saving throw. That's, that's, oh. nat- that's a natural one. Oh. You are poisoned and you are paralyzed. Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. All right. Where the fuck are you? That was a bad call. I mean, yeah. No. This is really bad. Well, it's bad. Really bad. It's not really bad, but it's bad. You're dead. Uh, I'm just paralyzed and poisoned. But they okay. they both have gone now. They both have gone. Oh, uh, they both have gone, and they're gonna back away now. It is not good. Pulling this me with them. gonna go ahead and drag you yeah. this way in the corner. In its in its jaws, kind of pulling you off of the stinger or the other, and it kind of <laughs> pulls you away. You watch as knots. Uh, you're 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 still conscious, right? Yeah. But you just watch as uh, eyes open, dragged on the ground, hands and crossbow yeah. kind of being pulled across the stone. That ends their turn. That now brings us to Ford. Yeah. Uh, I am going to um, bring myself within thirty feet of where Nod is. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll come forward as much as I need to. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30. Yeah, just no, just thirty feet away from. Oh, now. thirty feet away. I see. Yeah, I'm gonna use my bonus action with the summer's dance falchion to misty step to not. All right. You then something appear partway across the chamber, right next to not. I'm gonna reach out and grab her and go bad doggy, and I'm gonna cast thunder step. Ooh. And I'm gonna bring not with me. Okay. What's wow. the misty saving throw on thunder step? Impressive. Uh, it is a Constitution 16. Uh, 10 plus 6, 16. It oh. just makes it. The taste still takes half damage. Yeah, it does. Right? Yeah. So go ahead and roll damage on that. Okay, that's 4d10 now. Already. And 12. Uh, 22, 28. Yeah, 28 plus 8. Yeah, 14 so. points of thunder damage mm-hmm. to it. As you appear, grab not, and then <laughs> this quaking impact, this blast shakes the interior of the chamber. You watch as pieces of loose stone and rock kind of tumble from the ground as a whole layer of dust is shaken loose from the roof of this cavern, slowly drifting down as other pebbles fall. You see as not reaches uh, as as Ford reaches out and grabs you, and then you both vanish. Where do you want to be? Placed? We're going to shoot back up to where Caduceus is. Yeah. Oh, drop, what drop. A Alright. Greens stick together. Yeah. <laughs> Drowning victims. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright, to so finish your turn? Uh yes. Alright, that ends Ford's go. Now it's the rat's turn. Now uh these rats. This right here's gonna move up to Caduceus there. This one's gonna go ahead and also move up to your area there, Caduceus. So you now have these two rat swarms. They start like clawing up the side of the rocks and swarming up towards you. And then around the left side, you see the other swarm kind of spin up in your direction. That's fine. Uh, first one's going to go ahead. I'm going to roll the d4 since they have bane on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, 12. That does yeah, not hit. Not hit. <laughs> uh, that one I'm going to use shield of retribution on just to be a, to just because that's fine. Oh, yeah. Just be a <laughs> Um, so they suffer. Um, there we go. That, that second group of rats takes um, four d6 force damage. Um, that's, that's not. Uh, 
14 points of force damage. Uh, and they have to make a strength saving throw or be pushed 20 feet directly away from me. Three, they fail. Which one do you want to cast on? Um, the second one, whichever one was the second. Whichever one's closest to not. This one. Yeah, 20 All feet right. away. Some guys care about this. So you watch as, as they climb up and start attacking, Caduceus just pulls the, sh uh, the shield, right? Mm -hmm. And just <laughs> slams a foot into the ground, and the shield suddenly emits this vibrating, impacting wave of arcane or divine energy. and. Forces outward, you watch as the rats just scatter back in this like net of furry bodies that all pelt the ground about 20 feet away, not far from where you're standing, Bo. And they all kind of gather in the center to form into their swarm once more. The swarm is actively thinned out. It's, yeah. it's half the swarm it used to be. Oh. It's still whole on the inside, though. There you go. Uh, mostly. Racking. Kind of. All right, that's going to finish their go. Caduceus, you're up. Uh, I'm going to cast. Am I within? Can I touch a, 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 a knot at this point? You can move over and touch knot. Uh, I'm going to move over and touch knot. How do you touch knot? Um, I'm going to just very gently give it a little little pat, and I'm going to cast lesser lesser restoration. Okay. Um, Which removes. I'm going to pick paralyzed because that that'll be a beginning. Okay. Uh, and I since that's a second level uh, spell. Can I, as a as a as a as a bonus, can I can I cast something that's a lower level? I can't remember how the dual. Oh wait, no, I also have a only a cantrip. Only yeah. a cantrip, not a not a, a, a not a bonus action, mm -hmm. uh, even with a. No, as, as it works, you you can cast one spell per round. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, all right. You can take a feat though you, to do that. I thought, yeah, which feat is that for? It's a max. It's in the teller. Yeah. Okay, I'll, but next time. Um, next time. But yeah, so that that's what you got right now. You, yeah. you can cast less restoration, and that's your turn. Unless you have a bonus action. Spell. Uh, bonus action. Uh, the bonus action cantrip. Uh, if the bonus actions, I'm going to uh, um, move the insect uh, swarm to whatever is the closest thing to them. The rats you just pushed back. Yeah, all right, and then they're going to take a bite. Go for it. And with that, you are no longer paralyzed, not. Yay! Uh, you are still poisoned. Uh, terrible. It's a seven. <laughs> As I sort of whip out of my paralyzation, I look at Caduceus and I'm confused. Sunbreaker, is that you? <laughs> no one's ever called me that before, but. <laughs> As you're having this discussion, yeah, it's okay, you hear this. <laughs> He looks like a minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the screaming of dozens of rats as beetles feast upon their corpses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Swarm on swarm violence ends with the death of that rat swarm. Swarm on swarm. There we go. That finishes Go Caduceus. Mm. Caleb, you're up. Yeah, I will uh, take a straight walk forward and uh, plant myself next to Caduceus and look past Beauregard and Yasha and uh, smearing molasses on my hand as I go and I turn my hand in a counterclockwise circle and cast slow. 120 feet away on these two beasts. On those two beasts there? You got it, all right. Wisdom 16. Wisdom 16. All righty. But one on that end there. Natural 14 plus five, 19. Wow. One around the corner. Oh, good. Oh, good. That is, yeah, they have plus five wisdom save. 10 plus five, 15. Oh, it's that one fails. So that one is slow. They're really smart. They're really intelligent. Right, your two DC 16? 16. Yes, that one is slow. Maybe we can tame the unconscious one. Or all of them. Alrighty. So slow uh, is they can only take attack and uh, attack or bonus action. Not action or bonus action, not both. Correct. Uh, AC is reduced and movement is. Have. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. That's fine. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. You cast your slow spell. 
Is that your turn? Speed is half, takes negative two to AC, and dex saves. Yeah, that is my turn. Okay, cool. Ending that go, uh, top of the round, Jester, you're up. Okay, I'm going to step in the doorway, and I'm going to point to the back like I'm about to swing uh, like a baseball bat. A home run? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a home run. And I'm going to do this and make my spiritual weapons fly up and batter swing the bad guy. Right there, go for yeah. it. <coughs> That's amazing. Mother, fuck you! <laughs> that was so rough. I saw that dice spin around, it like, did a little dance. It, it thought about things, it, it really it no deliberated. Crying. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> Eleven does not hit. Unfortunately, it swings wide and wham hits the rock. You watch as part of the stone wall next to the beast as it pulls away, <coughs> breaks in a section of stone. Fuck you! You know what I should have done? I should have done this in the reverse order. Whatever. I'm helping somebody else out. I'm going to guiding bolt that beast next. The same one. Yes. Go for it. Well, for attack and guiding bolt as you. <laughs> Hadouken, a giant glowing. <laughs> divine bolt of energy. Uh, 17? 17. <laughs> oh, I was casting that at fourth level, P.S. Okay. Because that's what I have up, I swear. Yeah, that is true. Okay. That's... So it's your other fourth level spell. Yes. You got it. Because right. I'm smart. <laughs> that's 76. Oh, oh, not 76. Which is almost gone anyway, because there's only one more creature with it. Right. Yeah. 11, 15, 16. The next attack gets advantage. 16, 22, 24, 27. 27 points of radiant damage. Nice! And the next attack gets advantage. That's why I should have fucking done that first, and then I had advantage on my. my yeah. Well, <laughs> not as up and just. Yeah! <laughs> Dang nabbit. All right, that finishes your go, Jester. Not you're up. Uh, at the top of my turn, do I take? I'm still poisoned. I you're, believe. you're just poisonous to status, meaning your attacks have disadvantage. Oh, I don't take damage every round. It is, it is not a consistent damaging poison okay, from this. Attacks at disadvantage. Correct. Okay. While you are poisoned. So if you get advantage, you cancel it out. Yes. Advantage, advantage. <laughs> Technically, if you have an advantage disadvantage, as long as they can't switch the route, it doesn't matter how many more of one or the other, it's oh. just a regular roll. Fair, fair. Is anything engaged? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Is anything engaged with these beasts? No. They're but, they, but they're at disadvantage for, because they're slow, right? No. No. One of them that that guy's AC is a little bit lower. That guy has advantage against him in the next attack because she just hit it with Guiding Bolt. Um, all right, I'll go attack the one that has Guiding Bolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I have to run up closer to get within 30 feet. Okay, so how far, how close are you getting? Within 30 feet exactly. Okay, without, without running into fire. Yeah, the fire, it's, it's, it's not enough to really damage anybody after the initial flare-up, so. Caleb, should we do Firelight again? That'll get you within 30 feet. Got one more flask. Back to the drawing board. Uh, all right, then. What? Then I will bonus action hide behind that pillar. Okay. And I still, I'm not. Shit, I, sh- I could attack now, but it won't be sneak attack damage. Well, I'm bonus action hiding. Make a stealth check. Okay. Okay. 18 plus things. Plus 11. Plus 11. Okay. <laughs> Gonna attempt to hide. Right. And then attack. Okay. Uh, disadvantage, advantage. So just Correct. straight so roll. Regular attack. Ten. What do you still have? Uh, do, do you still, still have blast? You're blessed. Yeah, you, have, you haven't gone unconscious. 
11. Um, and the attack is plus nine. So it does hit. However, it is not sneak attack because even though you were hiding, advantage and disadvantage cancels out. So, Got it. So you're just doing a regular bolt. A regular hit. bolt. Mm. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Eight <laughs> points. Eight points of damage. <laughs> All right, that finishes your go nut. Yep. Yasha's turn. I'm going to be honest. I think D&D Beyond reset her hit points. I think she was at 55. I'm, I'm just guessing from memory, so that's what well, I'm you, you guys have you guys have had a few nights. You had a long rest, remember? Yeah, but she got hit yeah, a bunch in the cave. She, oh, I mean, did like you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, earlier her. you mean? Like it just Here. reset her. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I don't know if Chad has it or whatever. Max can tell me, but I think she was at 55. Okay. Um, she will uh, run up and make both of her attacks at. Uh, yeah. You got it. <clears throat> Not reckless. Just because, you know, thorny tails and shit. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. 22 hits. Right, and. Plus 9, that's 20, but uh, 21 to hit. 21 to hit also hits, both hit. Oh, nice. First one has <coughs> the Divine Fury. Six. Awesome. Uh, 11. Amazing. Wow, so 16 plus 3. 19 plus 3, uh, 22. Nice. 22 points of slashing damage. Alrighty. Second one. 4, 8, uh, plus 6, 14. 14 points of slashing damage. So as she rushes forward, one giant swing with a two handed great sword, just, just cuts across the front of the head. It backs away. You see a splatter of blood across the ground. She comes around for a second by strike. It actually cuts through part of the shoulder of the creature. You see its arm kind of fold a little bit to that side before it catches itself, and the blade catches the stone. You, her, the actual weapon itself kind of shakes from the impact as she dislodges it. No damage. It's a magical weapon. It's fine, but it leaves this giant cleft mark in the middle of the stone wall. Uh, that end her turn? It does. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Bo. I sashay forward. Oh yeah. Towards this guy. Might as well finish what Yasha started and pop, pop. Go for it. Magical. Yeah, I'm gonna use my staff. That's super lame. Uh, that's eleven. Eleven does not sure hit. Misses. You try and swing, and it, its jaws actually catch the edge of your staff, and you have to like wrench it free, and it's growling at no you. No fetch. Natural twenty on the next. Oh, that will hit. What's up? That will definitely hit. Um, big money, no whammies. Oh my god, this that's happens to me all the time. Yeah, Every that. time I feel like I'm gonna double my one to a two. Two. I'm sorry. Yeah. But hey, hit. Yeah. Got that Critical. Seven damage. <laughs> All right, seven damage on that strike. Have your bonus action still? Super cool. Uh, yep, I'm gonna bonus action. Flurry blows. Alrighty. Don't fuck me, Gil. Um, fourteen. Fourteen. All right. Uh, let's see here. Fourteen does not hit. Okay. Next yeah, 15 one. is the threshold, unfortunately. No. No. Are you adding well, a 4? Uh, you have blessed. You're blessed. Fuck, so 14 plus. That hits? To 16. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks, Jess. That's better, 10 damage. 10 damage. And the next one was in 8 plus 5, so 13 plus. Mm, 15. 15. 15 That's what you. 15 hits? 15 is the threshold. Yay! 
Yeah, it is. Uh, eight damage. Yeah. Eight damage. All it's over. like even though I'm not hitting, I'm letting other people hit. It's true. Do you want to learn anything about the creature? That's how um, yes. What? what if we can tame it? Like resistances, Ooh. immunities, condition immunities, anything else you want to know about it? Favorite chew toy. Is it? Type of creature it is. Like whatever. You, yeah. What? You have two hits. You can. What type of creature is it? Is it a beast? Is it a creature? Or is it, it is a fiend. A demon specific. It is a demon specific fiend. <laughs> oh my god, and but there's like a portal in here. Like as you punch into it twice and you pull back, you kind of look at its wounds and there's like kind of this necrotic essence kind of festering in it, and that's where you're like, this creature is not from this plane. This Whoa. is not natural. Okay. Oh, you can learn another thing from it if you want. It's made of well. planar essence. We know his wisdom is plus five. Do we want to know any saving throws or. Dex, maybe. Weaknesses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, does he have any vulnerabilities? Vulnerabilities? Uh, no vulnerabilities in this guy. Fuck, fuck. Uh, uh, there's, always, there's always damage resistances you can learn, there's always condition immunities. Resistances? Anyway. Okay. But you did hit one earlier with a bonus action, didn't you? I did. You gotta remember to use that. I know. It's okay. It's alright, there's only three rolls in the game that varies in the <laughs> finish your turn, bow? Yep. Alrighty. It's now there. So the one that's slowed, half movement, is going to bound up towards Yasha, and it's going to go ahead and it can only make one attack. So it's going to go ahead and swing out with its tail, right? It says it can make action or bonus. Oh, action or bonus. Both. But it can, but on a multi attack, can only take one attack. Only right? one. Yeah. So it's going to attack with its tail stinger. Single thing. All right. That's going to be sixteen to hit. Oops. So Yasha takes. Seventeen points of piercing damage, reduced to eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and a constitution, constitution saving throw with a D four. She's not going to D four. She's not blessed. Oh, she's not blessed. My God, my That's brain. Not going to do it. That's a seven. She is poisoned and paralyzed. No. Got PMP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as the stinger jams into the side of her neck, and she kind of reaches up to grab it, and then. Suddenly, like the muscles tense up and flexes as it, as the stinger withdraws from her throat, her eyes go wide, and you can see a bit of foam gathering at the corner of her mouth. And she's just her hand is stuck in that position. Uh, the other one's gonna go, and it's gonna make both of its attacks on a paralyzed oh, no, Yasha. That means like it's a critical. Is it an a critical? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the first, the bite attack is going to be uh, a critical hit automatically. Oh my god! Did you just kill Ashley? Do you know how many hit points she has? Uh huh. Oh, you do. Wait, do you know you know now how many she Could has left? Did they text you or something? I was guessing before, but I think I was close. I might be off by one. I don't know where she's at. Oh, wow. How bad? If you guess wrong, you will go to jail. 54 points <gasps> of... Oh! She's unconscious. Piercing damage? She's unconscious. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is he getting another oh, attack? Yasha is unconscious now. Someone do something. So we'll do something. Don't worry, the creature is about to. It has a rampage ability. When it reduces a creature to zero hit points, it gets to on the melee attack on its turn. It can make a bonus action to move up to half speed and make a bite attack. So it's going to. Is it slowed though? This is the other one. The other one. The other one's going to bonus action and attack to you with a bite attack, Bo. Okay, fine. That's a natural 18. It's going to be 26 to hit. Nope, shit. It's Ashley's fault. She should have been here. Just start thinking. Are we cool? Are we cool? Yeah. 
We cool, we cool. 24 points of piercing damage to you, Bo. After, after it, like, it sinks its, its teeth into Yasha's shoulder and throws her to the ground, and she just falls, her eyes roll back, lids half open, it pulls back, you can see it tasting the blood in its mouth, its eyes go wide as kind of the bloodlust kicks in, it turns towards you and lashes out again. It's, you bring up your staff to try and deflect it, but the jaws reach out and push it to your chest and clamp down on your shoulder and chest. It pull yourself forward in the pain of both the, the crushing pressure of its jaws and the teeth sinking into your torso is astronomical, and as it has you there, its tail goes towards the back. Bad demon dog. Bad demon dog. Uh, that's going to be a 20 to hit. This turn. My AC is 20. That hits. God damn it. I'm working on it. It's a constitution saving throw. You have a d4 on that constitution saving throw. 17 points of piercing damage to you as you feel it hit you kind of right by the spine and where the uh, the left kidney is. Yeah. It enters your body, the sharp pain, and you need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Okay. My con is. What is my con save? Oh, plus three. Thank you. Okay. We'll roll a d4, that's 18 plus three, so 21. The poison does not take hold. You feel it kind of into your, the inside of your wound, and the, the sharp pain that hits you is nowhere near as strong as your monk's will to kind of resist it. The, the control over your body and its, your organs and, the, and the, the, the systems within you gaining as you continue to grow in experience and, and world understanding, you just concentrate for a second and the poison actually ejects from the wound, the muscles itself not allowing it to enter your bloodstream. That enters their turn. Um, actually, that one is going to use its movement to attempt to leap up onto the top of this platform. You do get an attack of opportunity if you want to take kill it, Bo. Kill it, Bo, kill it. To try and keep it from going. Sentinel as well. Fuck it, Fifteen. Fifteen That's just hits. Needed, right? Yep. <clears throat> he does not get a chance to shift away. He does not move, and he takes eight damage. Eight points of damage to him. Yeah. Alrighty. And that one slowed. I believe the end of the turn gets to make a wisdom saving throw to see if it resists or gets to remove the slow. Natural nineteen plus five. It is no longer slowed. Oh man. Okay. 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 That ends their turn. Okay. Now it brings us to Ford's. I have a I have a quick question. So the yes. fifty, the fifty four. four points of damage was that halved? It wasn't right because it was poison. The the critical on Yasha. No, that was piercing. It was piercing. So it should have been halved. Half. Right Correct. Time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So help me. What's half of fifty four? Twenty. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Okay. She was actually at 56 points, so she's... At the top of the round, right? Yeah. So she took that... Or she was at 62 minus eight. Gotcha. And then, then, then uh, uh... Well, she took the bite attack at the beginning. Or no, it was, it was the, it was the, the tail attack. Mm -hmm. She was at 54, so she took the, she took 54. She was at 54 and she took half of 54. Okay. Okay. So she's still up. So she's not unconscious. Right. Okay. She's well, as opposed to redoing every that yeah, all no. of that scenario, um, she's still paralyzed, mm -hmm. uh, and she's in the space. Yeah. But she's, she's alive. She's not unconscious. Minus. That's a shame. 
would have been easier. Is she saying that she's dead? And no, it would have been, it would have been it easier. 54 to on top of a round? It would have been easier. No, 62 minus 8, and then the 54, <laughs> half of the Well, she took 4. Yeah, because 8 was 16, that, yeah. So, be, so, half, so yeah. So, what's, she's still up. What's 54? What's half 54? 27. 27. Thank you. I feel the, okay. I feel the pain. Yeah, she's, at, oh, she, she's at exactly 27. All righty. So. Sorry. Yeah, it works. That round happened as it happened. Yeah, Danny and Max you were screaming from the lobby. She's not unconscious. Well, now you remember. <laughs> Lesson learned. It's like you're playing two characters or something. I know. Exactly. I know. And one of the browsers is crashing. That's it. We cool. We cool. Alrighty. So that finishes their go. Ford, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to use all 30 feet of my movement to uh, head towards my comrades. Okay. Five, ten, fifteen. Are the rats still a thing? Five, 30, yes, they haven't gotten yet this round. Okay. Right. As long as I'm not, uh, uh, no, no, no attack of anything. I've got a swarm. They'll, they'll, they'll attack when they're not. They're currently next to Caleb. Okay, I'm gonna send, um, I'm gonna send two Eldritch. Boy, 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 boy. Oh boy, I'm gonna send two um, Eldritch Blasts at uh, at the, the one one each. One each? Yeah. Go for it. The, go for the one that's in front of you there. That's natural one. Oh! You go, one. you go to fire, you watch as it's leaping up. And you go ahead and kind of correct for it and fire it up to catch it, but then Bo grabs its tail and drags it back down and ends up slamming into the rock where it was going to go. That's fucking team. The other one, it does have half cover because it's by the wall, so it gets a plus two to its AC. Okay. Roll to hit. Uh, it's a natural 15 plus eight. So yeah, you still hit. It's going to roll damage. Uh, 1d10. Five. That's ten. So fifteen points of Eldritch Blast. Fifteen points of Eldritch oh, force damage. That one as you, the second one you release, and it kind of skids off the stone and poof, hits it in the center of its kind of jaw and nose, and as it pulls back, you can see this kind of burn mark where the impact hit, and a dent where you've probably broken a part of the front of its snout. Awesome. Uh, that finish your turn. That does. Yes. All right. End of the Fords go. The rats are going to go ahead and move up here, and move into Caleb's space. Rats attacking. Yes. Rat attack. Are they? Are they? Are they getting away from me? Are they? Are they? They're the ones who attacked me, right? You moved out of the way, though. Oh, to try and and that's right. Heal. Never mind. Not. Um, Stands again. No, so they swarm into your space, Caleb. Yeah. Uh, they are finally a decent roll for the rats. It's a seventeen to hit. Minus a d4. That's right. Minus d4. Sixteen to hit. Sixteen shield reaction. Spoof. The rats leap up and just all scattered back as the arcane shield thrusts them down on the stairs. They gather up again into a cluster right at the base of your feet, and you're kind of just holding up the shield. That ends there. Go. Uh, weird question: If someone yeah. falls unconscious with paralysis and poison, with if you heal them back to consciousness, they're still paralyzed and poisoned. Correct. correct. Okay, just checking. Um, I'm going to move uh, 30 feet in. A, I'm going to head straight towards. A, um, I'm heading in, in that direction. 15, 20, 25, 30, right there? Yep, as close as I can get. Okay, the rats do get an attack opportunity against you as you rush away. Uh, that is going to be a 20 to hit. Uh, minus the d4. Oh, right. Another one, 19. Yeah, that hits. That hits you? Okay. The rats are doing things for once. Nine points of piercing damage to you. Mm hmm. 
Uh, and you should make a constitution saving throw. Okay. You have advantage because you took war capture, yep, correct? Yes, I, yes, I did. Uh, 10. 10? You just managed to maintain mm-hmm. concentration on your bless. Cool, cool, cool. On your bless. 10 to the DC. All right, um, what are you doing? Um, um, <laughs> yeah, I was actually, I was going to say, um, yeah, because I'm still trying to, to remember how, how uh, having a spell as a bonus act, that exists as a bonus action, I have to use a cantrip as my action. Yes. Correct. Shudge. One full level, one cantrip. One full level, one cantrip. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, instead of doing anything I want to do, I'm going to cast Bane on these two on these two jokers. Okay, so this Bane fades, mm-hmm. uh, and they get to make... Actually, they get to make another roll for it, because I can cast it on three things within 30 feet. Well, that's true, yeah. Yep. So we can do that. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, boop, 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 yep. All right, so what's this, what's the, is it wisdom? Uh, it's a charisma 16. Oh, charisma. Enjoy. Oh, yeah, they're not that good at charisma. Yep. The one on the far end there, natural three, he is Baned. Yeah. The one around the corner. Fudge you. Uh, that is a 17. Uh, that he, he, yeah. Well, it was a 17 minus one, because it's charisma oh, 16. So 16 so, is the so charisma save. So yeah, he does, he does save. And the rats. Uh, no. Yep. That is a six. All right, got, got one. One's the rats are like, we're free! Go! <laughs> All right. That finishes your turn? Um, as a bonus action, my swarm is going to attack the rats. <laughs> Poor guys can't get away. Mm-hmm. And that's um, uh, 19, 20, 20, 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Um, that's uh, as they pounce on the cluster of rats. That's uh, just making sure I'm doing this right. I hate that. I love <laughs> <laughs> That's ooh, that's nice. Uh, eight. fourteen points of uh, uh, yeah, fourteen points of piercing damage. Fourteen points of piercing damage. All right. So uh, as they're assaulting it and striking into it, uh, as you notice the. Uh, that's the nature of the swarms. It's hard to hit, and they're kind of clustering, so it takes the damage, but it's not taking as much as you would think based on the nature of it being a swarm. So while the beetles are swarming in and attacking it, the rats are defending themselves, it takes the damage, just mm-hmm. not as much as you'd expect. Boo. That ends your turn? Uh, yeah. Caleb, you're up. Okay, I'm going to intentionally stride through the rats. I know that I will be bitten, but uh, I'm going to walk as far forward as I can, up near Ford and Caduceus. Alrighty. They already took their reaction anyway. Yeah. Uh, excellent. So, step away. I'm pulling out my little clay cat's paw because I know that this hound from hell will find it offensive, and I will cast banishment on the uh, healthier one. So the one on this side. One's on the side. Charisma okay. sixteen. Charisma sixteen. Go to hell. No, oh, he banished. Yes. Yay! He banished. They belong in another plane. They don't come back. The spell does not get interrupted. He's gone. He's just in there. Looks up at you for a second. <laughs> Leaps in your direction and just a swirl of arcane energy and just pop out of existence. Fictish. All righty, that finishes your go, Caleb. Top of the round, Jester, you're up. Oh, okay. I'm going to guiding bolt at first level. That guy. Okay. <laughs> Natural Watch 20! 20. Yeah. 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 So that's, do I double my dice? You double your dice. Woo! That's all wrong ones. Oh, that's Woo-hoo. pretty good. 11, 14, 16. Yes. 16 plus 12 is 28. 28. Wow. 31. 31, how do you want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Just because I have me 
gonna use my spiritual weapon. I'm gonna swing it up and slam it down at the same time my guiding bolt. Alrighty, so right as you release the guiding bolt, like your hand goes up and you bring it down, and as the 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 luminous burst of divine bright white blue energy slams into the creature, sending it upward, kind of reeling from the impact. The at that point, the giant lollipop swings and. Whack, cracks it on the head, and it just hits the ground. His legs sprawl out, splayed, and it is done. I use thaumaturgy to make it sound like a round of applause <laughs> in the cave. Thank you, thank you, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, forever, if my spell doesn't get interrupted. Amazing. Because I sent For, it back to hell. Forever? If we're from this plane, it's temporary. If it's from another plane, it stays in its plane. Yeah. If I don't get it fucked up. It doesn't have a hold here, so there's nothing to tether it back to, to yeah. the mortal plane. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. How would your spell get interrupted? Me getting hit and driving yeah. the spell. Mm-hmm. Just ever. Yeah. No, well, no, just when it got cast. Within one minute, if I get punched in the face and lose the spell, it could come back. Okay. And so if you don't get punched in the face in the middle, we're gonna move or stay where you are. I'm okay. gonna walk through and stomp on the rats as I join my party. <laughs> you got it. Okay, that finishes your go. Uh, not your turn. There's nothing else. There's to... rats. There's rats. Oh. And they're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> we do I... technically need to take care of banished beast when it comes back. No, no, no it's not. That's what I'm back. confused about too. To I'm just, it's I'll not sit over here. I'll be coming okay. back. <laughs> Don't punch me in the face. <laughs> I, I punch Caleb in the face. <laughs> Wait for uh, it. No, I will. Uh, I'll go over to the rats, or I'll just. I'll. I'll. I'll throw a vial of acid at the rats. Sure. Okay. <laughs> they make a dexterity check, right? I believe so. It says. Um, oh, I can splash it onto a creature within five feet of me, or throw it up to 20 feet, shattering on impact. So yeah. um, it just says, it doesn't say what they save as. It just okay. says 2d6. Oh, oh, sorry, then, then make a make a just general dexterity, like a roll d20 and add your dexterity modifier. Ugh. You should have just walked up and splashed it on him. Yeah, well, I didn't. <laughs> Eight. Uh. Eight. It <laughs> <laughs> misses, like, you watch as the rats go, and get prepared for impact, and it hits the stone, and they kind of. Oh, that's cute. Uh, I right. will hide. Next, you technically had disadvantage on that because you were poisoned anyway. So. Did you add a d40 or roll to your attack? It nope. doesn't matter. It was only an eight. Well, now it's an rats. eleven. So that makes a difference. Wait, I didn't. Shouldn't I have had disadvantage? Wait, you roll again. That's natural 20. <laughs> so yeah, 11. so that does actually 11. hit, so roll acid Yay. damage. In the alternate reality in which they winced and turned, they're like, oh, that would've been great. However, <laughs> their imagination ran wild with them as the reality is they took. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. They had their own Jacob's Ladder moment. Yes, the yeah. 20 rats saw 20,000 rats in the dodecahedron. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bunch of baby, baby rats in space looking over Earth, monolith floats up. Uh, so. The, the, the swarm is still alive, but their numbers are very reduced. Aww. You hear the horrible screaming hisses as a bunch of these uh, distraught, uh, subterranean, uh, hungry rats begin to dissolve and wither into these small little puddles of fur and flesh. Um, but they're still around. That finishes your go, not. Yeah. Yasha's up. Yasha is paralyzed. Uh, yep, at the end of his turn, it can make a saving throw. Okay. Uh, it's Constitution gonna, safe. Let's do it. 16. 16? She's good. Yeah. Yay. Still 
With her bonus. That's, That's my turn. Yeah. The bonus action. That's your turn. This my turn. But you're up. Yeah, it's a, sorry, sorry, rats. Sorry. I just want, I want, I sorry. Want just curb stomping. Just take my you, stick you, and kind of like right in their oh, heads yeah, a little I'll bit. It's so sad. It's it. real sad. Why do they just run away? I know, sorry. I kind of, I kick a few and then I'm like, shoo, shoo. Just roll an attack roll. Okay. But, and, and you still have your d4. Shoo. Oh, wow. No, that's pretty yeah. good. 19 plus, yeah. oh, so 20 God. total. Yeah, roll damage. Up. I might have to get a new iPad. This Somebody's gonna get Safari more. keeps crashing on this thing. Oh, buddy. Oh, we haven't updated. Oh, no. Yeah. It's the tablet. It's not D&D Beyond. No, it's Safari. It's like the iPad. Oh, 11 <laughs> damage on 11 the first damage. one. How do you want to tweet? <laughs> there was an update that we probably I haven't. tried to save as many as I can oh, by yeah, shooing some away. Okay. And uh, the if you do shoo off and take. Kind of the ones off. that are kind of half hanging on by the acid from not, I just put them out of their misery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One by one. Just little the pops. rats are, are finished. <laughs> Caleb, you sit there and concentrate for the full minute, and then the spell is finished. The tether is disconnected, and the creature is banished to its hellish realm, where it once stemmed from. So yeah, there's like a portal or something. Should we look for Maybe a portal? Let's have it. Why, sure why don't none, we? Uh, none others are going to come through. Any or anybody who's uh, yeah, Yasha, who's hurt. Yasha raises her hand and says, "Ouch." Uh, so anybody who's hurt, come come sit over here for a second. Do do they get to save against the poison, or do I have? Should I just do that? Uh, no, no. Well, the, the save she's no longer poisoned. Oh, is like the, the paralysis and the poison are gone. Actually, they're they're both like um, hand in hand. It's so. not a well, nasty okay? dual effect. Hmm? It not 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 poisoned anymore either, or that's I'm, still. Well, no, because you, you were you were because the poison. Hmm. Or do I have to? I can cast a spell and make it go away if I. A poison starts with paralyzed. So, interesting point. So yes, actually, your poison and paralysis are gone because the, the two are tethered together as the ability. So I'm going to anybody who wants to get some healing, so healing I'm going to be doing a prayer of healing over the next ten minutes. So I go get That's healed. Mm-hmm. So. But I'm distracted the whole time. I'm getting healed, looking at the unconscious. Uh, Demon dog. Uh, that demon dog has, has is close to expiring. <laughs> well, it's not dead yet. I just watch him as I get healed by Caduceus. Nugget, come in here. <laughs> Covered in rats. Just, <laughs> just teleports blinks to you. Oh, get a critical hit for Nugget and dispatch the demon dog. Here we go. Oh, that's okay. What? I guess have Nugget finish off the demon dog. Oh, the unconscious one. Uh huh. Let it taste blood. 21 points, 21 healing points to anybody who wants them. Yo, yeah. 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 Uh, let's make sure, how many people are taking that? One, two, three, four, and I'll be five. Cool. You're good. I'm You're good. Invincible. Should we try to wake this fiendish thing and tame it? Or should we no, just kill it? He's very almost dead, whatever let's, it is. Let's, let's end that. Thing. Nugget! Bite him! Don't bite him. You're too sweet. Don't bite anything. Here, <laughs> have some candy. He gets down and starts like tearing the candy apart on the ground. Nugget's not, not full grown at this point. It's like you know, still a puppy, but a big puppy. It's now getting getting to about that size, and not really knowing the full size of the animal. <laughs> You're already like, oh, this is gonna be, it's gonna be a big boy. What did you just feed him? Candy. What kind? 
Do you want some? I have peppermints mm. and I have some cherry suckers and I have. Just not chocolate, yeah. No chocolate. I just take the voucher and I stick it in the back of the neck of the demon dog. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, exhales its final breath and goes still. Mr. Oh, really? uh, Mr. Caleb, maybe we should take around and take a look around and see where these things came from. Good idea. Uh, I will join you. Okay. okay. Uh, will either two of you make investigation checks, or one person doesn't with advantage? I'm letting you guys do it. Okay. Investigation at advantage because someone's helping me, or I will do an investigation separate. check. As All well. right. So both of you guys take one. Separately. A million. Twenty-four. Twenty-four and a million. <laughs> 26. 26, okay. So as you guys move along, stepping over the corpses of the two creatures, like the, the smell, that kind of rotting flesh smell that you smell when you first came into the chamber when you get close to these creatures, now that like, the adrenaline's worn off and you can actually take a moment to kind of process all the senses, uh, this very kind of molded citrus type acrid smell just emanates from their bodies along with long, rotted flesh. It is an awful, awful smell from these creatures. In ways, parts of them remind you of like hyena dogs with these large ridges along the, long, the back of the spine, um, the tail extremely venomous. Uh, you guys move past and head around the other corner. You pass by other bones and other corpses of what were smaller, more bounders. Uh, pups that were being uh, you know, trained or, or risen and fed. And in the back corner, uh, not you see at first, and Caleb just seconds after you see, there is this like faint glow, this very, very faint red glow. It looks like a crack in the stone. And you go and approach and look at it, and as soon as you get look at a side angle, the crack isn't on the stone, it's about an inch away from it. It's just kind of in the air, and it's about two feet across like that, and about an inch sliver. Should we <laughs> stick our hands through there? No, we should not do that. That's what uh, I'm for. <laughs> no, no. This is where the uh, problem is coming from. I'm not sure what to do about it, though. Can we seal it? Can we? Unmagic it, Yasha. I can Yasha, you, you have like a dispel. Oh, do you have a dispel? Well, yeah. Well, mm. Jester, Jester. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to dispel magic. Okay, go ahead and make a wisdom check. Just roll d20 and add your wisdom modifier. That's a journey. Yep. Fifteen plus eight. Fifteen uh, plus your plus your wisdom a modifier. modifier. Yeah. This is a not fifteen not plus. Not a save. Sorry, fifteen plus five. 20? Yes. 20 is the DC you needed. Whoa! Oh my god. So as Jester steps forward, you see through the crack, it begins to slowly widen. And for a split second, as she's like concentrating and focusing, you guys can see for a split second beyond that, there's like red and purple, and you hear this faint swirling of wind and screams and who knows beyond the veil. And you can see what looks to be another one of those creatures. like. Starting to come up and Ooh. sniff the other side of this rift, and right as it kind of looks through, it's like eye peeking out from the other side. <laughs> it seals you and is it. gone. You did it. That, was, wow. that was amazing. Wow. That was great. 
could that's because I don't know if we could have fought another one of those guys, you okay. know. That was, that was we cool. totally could have taken another one. We need to convince our uh, goblin friend upstairs that we have uh, performed some form of exorcism on top of the killing part. So hopefully we get a better deal even. Yeah, where, where did that rift even go? Well, it you... feels like some sort of fiendish enemy that we were fighting, so I'm assuming the Nine Hells? You've not read uh, of the Hells? Would I know where those things might have come uh, from? You can either make an Arcana or I'd say maybe religion check. I'll do the religion. I've read about. Okay, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Looking at these creatures, the essence of them, especially since you've extracted their aspects and you, you, you've kind of taken some time to think it over, uh, fiendish, definitely, not devil. Um, Which is nine hells. So correct. this is like abyssal. This is abyssal. This is the yeah. the, the the chaotic nature of its form, uh, the little glimpse beyond that you saw, and kind of the general smell. Uh, that remains after it is less of the uh, essence of brimstone and other such smells that seem to accompany rifts or doorways that lead to the Nine Hells, and instead uh, the rest of the smell here is something else entirely. And based on all these things together, you're pretty certain this was a, an abyssal creature. You share that? Abyssal dogs. Ah. <laughs> was, oh. the, was the rift just large enough for a creature like that to come through, or was it larger? Uh, it looked like a, at the moment, like a creature that size can maybe squeeze through, but you also saw it kind of begin to expand as the creature began to draw near. So it may have had some level of flexibility. So not like something else came through before. Well, I mean, fucking I don't know. These things can happen. Up really? Ah, ah, ah. I'll walk over to the first demon dog. I'll take the falchion and I'll cut the stinger off the the tail okay. and hand it over to Caduceus and go like, shouldn't we uh, maybe hold on to these for something? Uh, well, we talked to Nod about that. That's not a terrible idea. I mean, they're really venomous and poisonous and Ooh, yeah, yeah, paralytics yeah. and all. We should get the other one too, yeah? I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna see if, if the spores will take in these things or not. I don't know if they will, but. Okay. Uh, the fiendish nature is resistant to the spores, okay. but not immune. All right. Meaning you, you, you're used to your deco decomposition uh, being rather rapid. It is beginning, but it is a slower process. That's interesting. It's very interesting. You know, this is uh, interesting because when I was at your library, mm. one of the many things that I discovered there that day uh, is that, do you want to finish that? Uh, that the, uh, the empire here, the Green Dynasty, they, uh, there was mention of Thar's Doom. Tara's Doom? Thar's Doom. Thar's Doom. What is that? What is that? Is that a place? A terrible, dark uh, god from ages past, affecting the people here coming up from below. And we find this here just this close to the surface. Maybe it's coincidence. Maybe not. To clarify, yes, just because you would know, um, the research that you uncovered yeah. deals in when you were just, just researching uh, drow cultures and what's written on them. Mm -hmm. um, there are connections to uh, Thursdun and a madness that 
is known to have claimed much of the Taldore Drow and the Underdark that the resides Taldore. there. Okay. Correct. Okay. Um, but there is speculation within uh, Imperial books and research that perhaps the same madness is also spreading in the East. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Well, Caleb would not have understood everything that he found that day. No, Correct. No, I mean, no, 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 it's true. That's I'm, what this is. Or I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Can I, can I see if there's any poison I can extract from these uh, stingers with my expert medicine checks? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make make a make a medicine or nature check on this. I'd say your choice. You want me to help you? Yes. Can I help him? Because sure. I've got the proficiency in medicine. I can. I know what I'm doing. I'll look for the chemicals. You look I for also, the, I also the veins. The veins. You, the veins. Got you look right. for the veins. Go for it. Am I natural twenty? Ah! Uh. <laughs> Should I roll again? No. No. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing if it's two natural twenties? Yeah. Anyway, it been so um, it it takes you a little bit of time, and you manage to extract what you think to be. Uh, unfortunately, due, due to the state of its body, and and once it dies, the toxin begins to kind of sep separate and suffuse mm -hmm. its own flesh and system. Um, but you do manage to extract a vial of its venom. Some vicious shit. That's paralysis venom, that's right? Some demon that's that's possibly. And, that could uh, be mean. Awesome. Okay. Poisoned and paralytic. Like how big of a vial? Like a dis? Like a skinny like, vial? Like a single, or a like single application. One, one run. Uh, they have it's smaller than those. It's 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 about that big. Okay. It's because that's be purified element, and it's it's good for one, uh, one application, okay. whether that be weapon or imbibed or you know whatever the case may be. Kill rap. <laughs> okay. So you. you got that. Um, you do know with your natural twenty. That there is a shelf life on the toxin, oh. um, meaning over time it might become diluted. But with the natural twenty, you also know that it's that's probably weeks, if not months, away. But there is an eventual shelf life on its its potency. Should use it now, right mm -hmm. now. We'll be done soon. <laughs> Just jab scale him. <laughs> oh. Well, we've successfully. Um, Clear the demons. <laughs> this cave is clear. <laughs> Jesus. We should disguise ourselves again before we go back up. Yeah, that's a good call. I'm going to look a little different no matter what, because I can only do that once a day. But that's okay. Oh, no. That's all right. I think. I we'll just make you look like kind of dirty and stuff. We'll that, start oh, rubbing dirt already, all over. Could you say it, then? This stuff is not this dirt. This is weird dirt. Do you want your horns and dick again? Yeah. Oh. Okay, I start waving the caterpillar cocoon in front of her face and give her a wang. That's <laughs> dusty. There you go. The wang. <laughs> All right, you, you reclaim your respective illusions and or transformations. <laughs> Perfect. Mace's is Dave float yep. over here. So. <laughs> and you ascend back into Zorth's pits. Um, as you make your way up towards the uh, the top, the the trap door is actually closed. As you go to open it, it is currently locked. Oh, god <laughs> damn it. Yes? We're done. I said yeah. 
Yeah, yes, it's us. What, you think they talk or something? I don't know about these things. No, it's, it's us. Safe. Open Come on. the door. <laughs> hold on, just hold on a second. <gasps> Your chain's being pulled. Uh, eventually, it gets pushed open. You can see as he's like kicked the the lid of it open, the actual doorway kind of falls back and leans against the wall. It looks down. So is it done? Oh huh? god, there's another one. Run! Hey, no, I'm just kidding. Just, just uh, Trixie Oak. Yeah. <laughs> All right, come on up, come on up. So what was it? What'd you do? What'd you kill? Was it done? Are you sure? What's proof you got? Actually, we left them down there for you if you're uh, interested in, you know, I don't know, harvesting pieces of what was it? Demon creatures? Fiends for yeah. sure. Yeah. He looks you over real close and goes. I don't know why, but I believe you. Okay, I'll go down and take a look. Just checking, didn't know if it was some sort of a pull one over on me and take my business, so I'm just being careful. Did you want to go look right now? I mean, yeah! But, um, okay, but you should know that you had a, like, a portal to another dimension, like, in your cave. It's true. I had to close it, it was not pretty, but you should be careful, because if it opens again, like, what are you going to do, you know? That's not good. It was like the Do you end. know why it happened? Do you know, have, have you ever you seen that of, kind of thing Yeah, have you heard of something similar happening? Kind of lifts one foot up and scratches <laughs> the edge of the temple and goes, no, no, I haven't. Um, but that's, that's pretty, uh, it's pretty dangerous, isn't it? It is. Maybe, should, would you guys go let the lady know, maybe? What? The, the what? Lady? The lady. Oh, yeah. If this the... sort of stuff's happening, that's very not good. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, Zethrus. Oreos. Oh. I think that would be that would be the neighborly thing. What's your do. name, Zethrus? Ah, uh, Lady Oleos. Oh, Oleos. Oleos. Yep. That's fair. <laughs> well, I haven't met her, otherwise I'd tell her myself, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Them, um, them drow folk make me feel uh, sort of self-conscious, you know? That's surprising. You're very impressive. I mean, well, like, like, I'm, I'm certainly charmed. I make, don't a, know. make make a your choice: persuasion or deception. A check. Flattery. Persuasion. <laughs> uh, twenty-one. I stop. Yeah. <laughs> I am adorable. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> so, well done. <laughs> great. Fantastic. Ah. Uh, then you go look at it, and he goes down and ru <laughs> runs like in the darkness below, and you hear, We're locked. Oh, God! Oh, Duncan! Not another one! Jesus, how many were there? There well, were three, but we'll one of them is gone because he was banished. <laughs> we could just lock We could lock him in there and just take all of them. Hey, 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 hey. We don't know how We're making friends now. We need a seminar. That's amazing! You killed three of them! No, that's bad. Yeah, and additionally, Fantastic. there was a rift in the very uh, fabric of time and space down below, and uh, my uh, sister here closed that. That's so amazing! Yeah, so if you want to give us even more <laughs> of a discount, because you know, we yeah. saved you a lot of trouble we in the future. We had a deal, no, but that's amazing! Well, you yeah. also had a serious rat infestation. Oh, I well, no, about the rats, I mean, that's half what you feed these things. Well, oh. well, sorry then. Oh, they were getting a little out of control. I just feel like you shouldn't leave scraps of food around. I don't also, know. we did not agree to close any kind of rift to uh, another dimension. Oh no, and that's so appreciative of me. And I would hate for us to open it back up. So, since it was something outside of the deal we made, 
then maybe you used to go talk to the lady yeah, and tell her the good deed you did. And maybe she'd be, thank you. You went and closed the rift for the town. Here's some money. I think we should uh, open uh, it back Where's your ticket, right. Let's get oh, these steeds and uh, I'm and a move very on. kind person. I don't mind closing rifts for people in need, you know? That's wonderful. Mm. Will you at least hold on to the... More Jag, well, more bound the swamp kitties uh, we'll be, we'll for a little bit longer while we go talk to ladies. Yeah, well, I still got to train you. That's fair. All right, you're some. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not just gonna hand him over. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, yeah. That's How'd you lose here. your arms? Was it also in one of your seminars? Uh, you know, when you're learning how to work with these things, uh-huh. uh, it's, it, if, you, if you're not careful, bad uh-huh. things happen, but you learn twice. Um, yeah. but you know, as it slowed me down. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess you can still straddle a swamp kitty. All right, let's yeah. uh, let's go. Let's, let's, we're gonna go see this woman. Let's. I let's, guess so. Why? I, we're trying to be. I think this is an opportunity to be good neighbors. To maybe make we're gonna maybe need a few friends while we're out here. So let's just. Let's try not to be criminals in a criminal element too much, and is just it the kind of thing that we can do in under an hour, or perhaps would wait till tomorrow. Let's. Uh, I mean, we're close by. We right? can at is least there fire over there. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This may be um, five minutes from here, tops. I say it's worth it personally. Maybe she takes try. appointments. Yeah, I mean, when I get there, she might not even be home. When are we going to be in the City of Beasts again? Just at least let's like file a report, like like I proper agree. citizens. Yep. Thank you. We'll be back. Come on. All right. Come All on, there. North. Let's go. I'll go and start rounding up my three choice picks for you. See which ones are the most spry and lively. Get the one so that's kind. really cute for me, okay? Like gothy, but cute at the same time. For you, I'll do my best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He escorts you guys to the outside of Zorth's pits, kind of closes the door behind you guys, and you're now kind of standing in the center of the main street thoroughfare. Let's, let's head that way. Yeah, it's always go. worth making friends, no matter where you are. All right. Do you think she's like a mage or a sorcerer or something? No idea. Keep calling her a lady, well, and she lives she in a like tower. She can see well, listen, if y'all are worried, those of us that are under minimal changes, we can let her know. Mm-hmm. Well, yours is pretty major. It is, isn't it? No. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. You two don't need to do much of anything, do yeah. you? Not like a show. Mm-mm-mm. You should talk to her, in case she is able to see the things. Okay. I imagine that anybody who lives in the city will understand the desire to be, you know, incognito. Uh, I do not make that assumption. I would like the two, uh, the horny one and the little green lady to talk to her, if that's okay. Oh, enough? Ooh, sure. Wow, wow. <laughs> and that was for you. I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Just precautions. Sure, sure. We are on it. We have this totally handled. I believe in you. <laughs> Let's go. All right, so who, is everyone going as a group? We'll walk over yeah. there as a group, but okay. maybe yeah. we'll have the detectives will go in. All right. So you guys make your way through, uh, kind of pushing past what looks to be you know, three major carts that are being pulled by uh, uh, Orox that are currently in this large uh, harness, pulling them through the muck and mud. Uh, on the back of it, you can see what looks to be barrels of large ballista ammunition. 
you can see these like heavy barrels containing what look to be three, four foot long metallic bolts with hooked and jagged edges that are used for uh, piercing and destroying boundaries and borders, walls, doorways, and some of them you can see have, because uh, some are placed up and some are placed down and they have large loops at the end. Um, it reminds you of harpoons a bit. Mm. Say, are, are these mm-hmm. like human catchers, people catchers? Wall I'm trying to remember the name. There's a name, and it's in somewhere in my Spikes brain right now. Loop, yeah. I'm not entirely certain. Actually, you, being the learned one, make make it make an intelligence check. Just straight intelligence. Mm-hmm. That was almost fucking awesome. Still okay. Fourteen. I'm not entirely certain the application of these, but the, these are these are a different type of of uh, ballista ammunition. The uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. They don't know, but I did remember the term, so. Okay. So, uh, passing by those carts, they're wheeled southward towards the gate. You make your way to the outside of the Aurora hold. That's the word I was looking for. Um, As you approach now, it stands out like a sore thumb against the majority of the architecture in the interior of Asarius. Um, It almost resembles in its design like a classic church and steeple, where it has this kind of gradual, Incline in the edges that come to a, a partial roof, and then the central spire just shoots up into this gradual point about three stories off the ground. Along it, you can see it's not smooth, the edges are ridged, and you can see intricate details where it has this almost hooked, uh, in some ways similar to like a pagoda, how it kind of edges outward in these um, curves and points where the roofs come to a, a, a general end and slope. There are a number of beautiful, beautiful glass windows that are stained glass, but as opposed to multicolor, it looks like a more muted palette of grays and purples and silvers and uh, blacks and blues. And it, it would, at, from the outside, it doesn't look as gorgeous, but as you kind of walk up to the front door, which is already open on the inside, you can see mm-hmm. what light comes through, fills the interior with this very kind of calming uh, blue-purple color that uh, just kind of has this Strangely welcoming and, and almost chilled atmosphere to it. Um, as you approach, you see two uh, Korean soldiers walk by. And you just kind of step aside. They don't take a note of you, but they just move on. And both of them split as they reach the center road and go in two different directions, heading north and south. Um, what would you like to do? Let's go in. Yeah, we should. We're just gonna go in. Yeah. The two of you. Sure. Wait out here, y'all. Yeah. All right. Okay. As you, as you guys. Nice to see you, mother. As you guys patiently wait, uh, the investigatory team, uh, you step to the to the base of the building and up. Well, it's about maybe five feet of stairs. Uh, these wide, fifteen foot wide stone stairs that lead to to the main open doorway. Stepping into the initial chamber. Uh, the light that fills the the inside it's it's beautiful it's warmer on the inside um, and there's no desk more than a set of chairs comfortable well made chairs once again standing out amongst most of the furniture and the uh, the living spaces you've already encountered even just cursory glances across the city um, as you enter the chamber and look around there are two doors one to the right one to the left they're both closed and there does not appear to be anybody in the chamber at the moment. Is there Knock any, on is, some doors. Yeah, is there is anybody? There a bell? Do we see anybody? Make, make a perception check. Bell or? <laughs> 
12. Uh, you both look into each side of the door. There is what looks to be a braided cord that hangs about 10 feet from what looks to be a bell flanking each side of the door on the inside. There's two different doors, two different bells? Correct. Shall we just Any markings on? <laughs> wow. Amazing. Worth every moment. A moment passes before one door kind of opens up, and stepping inside, you see what looks to be a human, um, a, uh, a man probably in his mid 40s or so, a uh, big, big, bushy beard that kind of falls down to his mid chest, uh, hair that is gris- greased and slicked back into a very, very tight ponytail, it seems, that then releases into a bunch of billowing curls that go to about his mid-back. Uh, he is wearing uh, dark gray silver robes and what looks to be uh, bright, shiny little uh, pins that kind of mark where the clavicle and the shoulder meet. As he kind of peeks through and goes, can I help you? The other door opens and you see what looks to be uh, a, a drow girl, young, maybe late teens, early 20s, uh, bright silver white hair that is pulled into like a high ponytail and then two tendrils that go past the front of the ears and dangle down to about uh, mid-chest. Um, beautiful, solid, kind of gray-blue skin, uh, almost uh, amber-colored eyes as she peeks through, wearing a similar robe as to him. He goes, Hello? Uh, we are looking for Lady Zethris. Is is one of is one of you? I don't want to presume. The man kind of <laughs> closes the door, and uh, the girl walks out. And if I might ask, what is the reason for the meet? Well, the Sunbreaker told us to come over here because he said maybe that you guys had some like work for us. But at the same time, we were supposed to come tell you about this stuff that we found here. We're an investigative duo. Mm. We're known as. Django and Nash, and we go around finding things and um, really we, important things. We found something that you might be interested in. All right, um, please wait patiently. I will let the lady know. Oh, you're not the lady. No. Oh. Closes the door. <laughs> Good pitch. Good pitch. I thought she was a lady. Yeah. She is a lady. Yeah. We're going sure. to tell them about the rift, right? <clears throat> if it. If it suits our, our, our purposes. What else are we going to tell her? I don't know, honestly. I Eventually don't know the door here. opens and she returns and goes, please, if you would not mind, come with me. Sure, yes, of course. Sure, we do yeah, this sort of thing yeah, all the yeah. Time. Inside yeah. check. Make an inside check. <laughs> Have you ever killed one half of a table before, Matt? <laughs> uh, 21? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm going to die! We're going to die! We're going to die! Guys, D and D Beyond has a ferocious race for president of D and D. Heating up. The only way that you can vote is to subscribe. That's not true. (laughs) 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 You follow suit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Leading you through the door. uh, The next is the chamber. It looks like there are maybe two parallel hallways, Um, because you see where would be the left. Where the other door had opened, there is a long, heavy stone wall that divides it. So this this, this chamber seems to be divided into two sides. Um, heading down this way, uh, you pass a closed door on the right, a second closed door on the right, a third closed door on the right, and along and each door has a guard there. Um, the guards are wearing 
what looks to be mantles that are similar to the uh, or of, of the same design as the Korean armor and kind of the mantle you saw on the the mage that you fought uh, when you first came to Jorhas. Like, mm. um, but that but it's just the mantle and it's adorning what looks to be the simple the simple kind of silvered gray robes that the other figures in this uh, building seem to be wearing. Uh, the interior is beautiful. Um, all the stonework, uh, whereas had kind of a um, somewhat plain exterior, aside from the general shape and curvature of the edges of the building, the interior walls here have uh, beautiful scroll work kind of chiseled into all the stone. Each doorway frame, it has kind of this uh, almost an, an ivy-type texture that curls and swirls around the door frame. A lot of, a lot of effort and work has gone into the construction of this building. Um, you go past the third door, and the woman goes and opens the chamber doorway, kind of nods and gives you a nudge to enter. We do. Okay. Into the room. The first thing you're met with is two drow warriors, um, both adorned in armor, but the armor itself is clean, well-kept, uh, possibly ceremonial, or at least has not been used in battle for a while. They both just kind of look at you both and step aside. Um, beyond that, you see what looks to be a beautiful, tall, high-back lounge chair um, that extends out with this deep, reddish, purple hue, like a velvet. The rim on the outside that curls around it also beautifully done in, in kind of a brass color that spirals on the edges. Um, you can see what looks to be a small altar in the center of the chamber, about three feet from the foot of this. And this altar kind of heads up in this slow, gradual uh, spiraling point, almost like there are two paths of a, a tapering tower. And at the top, you see what looks to be a, uh, a brass dodecahedron. Um, just, I look everywhere just, just hollow, that. hollow. It's it's it, there's nothing inside, but it's it's a it's it's an art piece. <laughs> okay. Um, in the chair, you see sitting in uh, in incredible detailed uh, brocades and, and inlaid into this this silk robe that drifts past her legs to the point where you cannot see her feet, just dangling and rolling off the edge of the chair. Uh, this beautiful. Uh, dark elf woman, uh, her skin almost a, a soft violet hue, uh, her hair uh, bright white uh, that seems to taper to a similar purple violet color as to her skin as it goes past her shoulders. Her hair is long, it goes past her hips and kind of tumbles off the edges of the, of the chair. Uh, you see as she sits kind of towards the, the edge of the chair, just looking towards uh, her face, towards this art piece, her eyes closed and her hand raises up and just kind of asks you to enter silently. We'll just wait till she talks, I guess. We'll wait till she like yeah, she'll 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 start the convo. Well she gestures for you. Um the two uh Korean soldiers close the door and just stay there watching. They're not leaving you alone in the chamber. <clears throat> her eyes open and looks towards you and her her irises are a, a a pure, vibrant amethyst purple. Um, it's it's entrancing. 
even just to see the color, even this low light, it almost seems to be backlit, the way the color comes at you. Her face seems gentle and comes to a smile. So, I have been told that you are investigators. Is this correct? Yes, we are uh, we're detectives. You came at the behest of uh, the Sunbreaker? Well, he mm-hmm. told us about you. He didn't um, didn't yeah. didn't say we you must to, go there. But he was like, you know, you should probably go see her because she's pretty cool. And he wasn't lying, man. You are super cool. Right. <laughs> well, uh, are you coming seeking work? Maybe. Possibly. Maybe we were we were interested in. Um, in possibly sharing some information with mm-hmm. you. We found something that I think you would like to know. Please, do tell me. Um, I was just going to tell him. Yeah, then. sure, sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. We were on another case, mm-hmm. another case. Can't get into the details yeah. of it. Super hush-hush. We like to keep our we, client lists yes. private. <laughs> yeah. But we were on another case, and we stumbled upon a bit of a, a, bit of a rifty. Yeah, it was like, you know, like a... A doorway to another dimension. It was very flexible. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> to another dimension. Mm-hmm. Sort of could, it could expand to accept any shape that sort of wanted to enter it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the interesting part, Don't that wasn't the interesting back. part. No, 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 that the, is, you know, normal. The interesting <laughs> part was that this, this, passageway mm. letting creatures from another dimension um, evil an evil dimension yeah some no, some call it the abyss or something they were definitely <laughs> fiends you know that came through and there were multiple ones and they were i mean they were scary right in your hometown they here they were right here uh, right under the ground 200 yards away from here they we were like we were like that's crazy, but right away we were like, we gotta go tell Lady Z. Sethris, thank you. And I'm impressed. I. There has been a worrying rise in demonic activity in the proximity of this town. There have been words of lost sleep and bad dreams. There has been talk of possible uh, corruption of a fiendish nature. And the true difficulty is our resources are focused to the west. We have found too many close incursions across the Ash Keepers, and we are waylaid left and right. So it is fortunate you have come to me, because I have much interest in talented minds, especially those who are looking to work for coin or trade. Both coin is pretty cool and stuff, and so some trade. But yeah. may I ask you, uh, what are your specialities, the two of you? I'm really good. I'm like really good at healing people and stuff. That is 
and I can also, you know, um, I make a duplicate of myself. I can also do that. She's a talented artist. I I draw. I could draw a portrait for you if you want me to. Tattoo artist? Yes. Budding? Yes, yes, yes. Very talented tattoo artist. If you ever are in need of a piece, let me know. I can be of service. I mean, these these skills, those would be like at the end of the resume, like the special skills. Think that, yeah. Think that, <laughs> 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 steak shift, that's what the Has driver's license. Yeah. Uh, but I think the one that she wanted to lead with was, she's a well, healer, healer. Healer, but also like I'm like a like a badass healer, you know, so I can like hit things and heal at the same time. And then you, fast as lightning, super drunk sometimes. Again, <laughs> <laughs> that's lower. That's lower on the CV. <laughs> High tolerance. Uh, fast as lightning. Sneaky as a motherfucker. And, and, and. Sharpshooter. Super, super good with arrows and bolts and stuff. And, but you know what? Together, together, we have some sort of a, I don't know what it is actually. We've never really talked about it, but we have this incredible mind for solving conundrums. Yeah, we're getting to the root of a problem. Bad cop, good cop, good cop, bad cop, whatever you want to call it, we are. We're a dynamic duo. She still smiles. Um, there is a, a distinct kind of hardness behind the smile, and in that instant, for a, for a brief moment, uh, being as uh, relatively insightful as you are, Jester, um, there is a thinning patience. <laughs> but but she, she says, well, and you have this rift that you mentioned, and these fiendish things, did you just discover them, or have you dealt with them? Oh, we dealt with them. They're dead and gone and vanished, and also the rift is closed. And it's just the two of you. We, we, have, have, some we, we have some co-workers. Yeah, some other people that, that work with us. Makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Make a persuasion check. Either either both of you together or one of you with advantage. Your choice. Both of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, oh. Dueling 18. <laughs> what? Uh, 22 for me? What is it? Deception or persuasion? persuasion? Just straight 18. All right. Okay, interestingly enough, that, that impatience and hardness that has been growing subsides. Her. You can see her, she began to lean forward in kind of a, I'm going to de- deconstruct these people type of energy, something that you've encountered before. And then just a few things you said, and a few th- the way that you explained it away, she felt a little more comfortable and goes, well, we can use all the help we can get. There are two things that, that come to mind at the moment, if you are interested in helping. Uh, for one, I have come to believe that there is an Empire spy in our midst, living here in Azarius. Possibly, in, if my information is correct, been working or staying near the Four Corners. 
An interceptive missive out of the city from this individual was shot down, being sent by Nighthawk, and the messenger was seen leaving the Four Corners. This missive was giving information about the movements of our forces, preparations and such, to the Empire. It was being sent to Blade Garden. If you can suss out this spy and turn them into me, you will be rewarded greatly. Bring them alive. I'll leave you with 5,000 gold pieces. I'm so broke, we're so broke. 3,000, if dead, with proof. If that does not suit your fancy or your particular skill set of investigation, you seem to already be somewhat tangled with this demonic presence. There have been some strange murders in the city, some locals going mad, or feral is becoming a growing issue, and I have suspicions that it is connected with this demonic presence. Focusing on the war efforts, I am unable to allocate many resources to this, so you would be of great help in this. If you could find the root of this corruption, wherever it stems from, and snuff it out, freeing Asarius from this infernal influence, the dynasty is willing to pay 10,000 gold pieces. That's a, that's a good amount of mm-hmm. money. It's good. Money is good. Money is good. Yeah. Money is good. We, we, we. If your money is oh. not interested to you, we could always trade with favor to the Bright Queen. That is actually possibly even more appealing than money. Maybe? Who's the Bright Queen? We have, we have, we may have need of that. Um, there, there is an ally of ours who, uh, who we've been trying to uh, ascertain their whereabouts, and may- maybe, maybe through favor, you could help us. She leans forward and goes, are either of you consecuted? Consecuted? Understood. Never heard that word before. Is that a, is that a made up word? Is that a Scrabble word? She got all she wanted from that. She goes, Well, uh, if you seek the Bright Queen's favor, I, I just assumed you were perhaps of the houses of Gordranas. My apologies. But the coin remains. And perhaps favor or Straight. But these are conversations to have when you have succeeded. Right. Right. Cool. Do you know where we would start with the, um, you know, the stuff and stuff? The demon, well, the demonic yeah, presence, like any, any leads, any hot tips? Just like that is precisely why you would be hiring an investigator. We, yeah. We know that. We know where to yeah. start, because you know what? We just came from something, so we'll just follow that trail. Totally. Yup. Well. I look forward to the completion of any or all of your missions. So do we. May the light be with you. 
and also with you. The door opens behind, and this, the soldiers are holding the door and kind of looking towards you expectantly. Okay, let's, let's just go. Then. All right, go. see you soon, mm-hmm. then. Bye. 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 <laughs> you guys are quickly escorted back outside of the hall, and as you guys are sitting there waiting nervously for a while, eventually you see uh, two Queen Warriors kind of Gently nudging both Nott and Jester outside. As we left, as we left, I just quickly rang the other one <laughs> one more time and just kept going out. Okay, the door. you hear? Oh! <laughs> as you just walk away. Oh lord. Okay, so you sent in the right people for that job. We have two assignments that have nothing to do with saving my husband. <laughs> But maybe if we did one, she might be able to help us. Maybe? That's a hard one. I don't know. Here's the thing. We have these three beasts now. We could go charging across the, the, the Badlands to Gordronis, right? Mm-hmm. And search around for my for my husband, which I really want to do. Don't get me wrong. Unless that Minotaur is around. I mean, did you see his pecs? They were not fake like yours. Anyway, um, we could do that, but well, it's a lot of unknowns, right? Mm-hmm. This this lady could give us yeah something. I don't know. Did she sound connected with Gordonis? She's well, well, okay. Well, yeah, she's. I mean, she's high up here, you know, so she could definitely get some shit done. And she, she said, was like, she said she could curry favor with the bright. The Bright Queen? Which is the Queen. Is that the Queen? The is that... Queen. They have an Empress here. That's what I'm talking about, it's and her. They, they, I don't understand all the terminology, but she is referred to as a, a word, um, an Umavi. I don't know what that is, but I noticed that your boyfriend He said, said he I'm was... almost an Umavi ascended or yes. something like yes. that. Yes, Umavi ascension. Umavi, yeah. So she's Umavi. called an Umavi or the Umavi? I, I think she is called the Umafi? I don't know. Something it was about vague. Umavi, for yeah. sure. It refers to the Empress. Have you ever Leila Skrin. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the term consecuted? That's in, not the word, is it? No, it doesn't seem like a word. But she said She said it it sounded like it had something to do with the high up houses or something. Yeah. yeah. Are you consecuted? I'm pretty sure consecuted means you're like of a like a royal or a uh, like proper family, would I know that? I might know that. Make too. a history check. I feel like that might be in my wheelhouse. Go for it. Make okay. a history check. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. So one minus one. Not great for me either. Eight. I got this. Oh yeah. No, I wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote it down here. Empress Layla's Crin Umabi. 600 years old, that's what I wrote down. I don't know what that means, but I put it in quotes. Like, that's what she's called, right? 600 years old is what she's called? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, 600 years old, I, None of you guys have any idea no. what, what, uh, what consecuted refers to. I, I feel like. We just have to ask somebody. Work. Well, I also think that maybe getting a little preparation before we head deeper into this place might not be a terrible idea, and having a couple friends. Before we start, I mean, I'm all for charging ahead and leaving this town, but 
I just don't know what we're heading towards. Well, in the short term, we need to learn how to ride these beasts. We could also have uh, Jester, you could check in with Yeza. Yeah, yeah, place to sleep, maybe? Yeah. I mean, the tasks she set for us are not super easy, I don't think, but. Task one was find a spy from the Empire. Yeah, there's some dickhead Empire person that's like a spy. Interesting. Mm. Did and she give you any leads? Nope. There oh, yes, four yeah. corners. She said they, 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 they were transmitting signals from the four corners, or, or messages from the four mm -hmm. corners. And 5,000 gold if we find he or she alive. That seems like a lot. Yeah. And then the other was to find mm -hmm. more of those, those rifts, the source of them, put it out, 10,000 gold, or one super hot favor. Well, the source of them could be in a whole other plane or dimension. She seemed to think it was here. Okay. This all sounds very time and uh, intensive. Maybe. I think we should um, check in with your husband. Yes, of course. I'm a little interested in who this spy is. I mean, it could be a bit of a conflict of interest because I feel like we're spies from the Empire. We don't work for the Empire. Well, listen. We gotta we gotta go rest for the evening anyway. There's only going to be three of us that are taking these seminar classes on how to ride the Shadow Panther maniacs, right? I think it might be wise for maybe well, I don't know everybody to learn it. He just rolled. He just rolled to see if he heard you talking about that. I know he did. He was rolling perception. I was speaking. I should leave. You know what? Why don't we just take this out of the city for now? What you think? Yeah, I'm okay to sleep. Sure, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Wait, leave the city to to go to sleep and go to camping. talk about this a bit more. Yeah, because yeah. if we're coming back in to take seminar classes, the other half could go check out the four corners. Oh fuck, that's a good point. Otherwise, we're just sitting in daycare. You know it's what I mean? Not a bad idea, actually. I don't normally, uh, I'm not normally a fan of splitting people up, but that's a that's that's. Clever. Like driver's ed isn't sleep, fun though, for everybody. Let's go sleep though, because it's right? been a really long day. Yeah, I'm let's go tired. sleep. We're gonna try and sleep in the city or outside the city. Yeah. All right. Yes, sir. Make a route. But we stop by <coughs> Zor's place and just let them know that keep hanging on to our little guys and we'll come and get them. Yeah, no worries. Just come on board with them. Lord, they're all here. Wait, mate. Shut up. Beat them. They'll be right here. I, I, I gotta go. I'll see you later. Heads on back to join the rest of the goblin crew that are, looks like one of them is starting to like buck and get angry and they're like holding it down with the ropes. It's gonna be some interesting purchases. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, okay. You gotta go camping. You exit the city, you find yourself a comfortable place on the outskirts, which is not too hard. And you do see there are actually a number of tents on the outside of the city where some folks just don't have spaces inside of Sarius to find. Home, uh, or some folks that prefer to just sleep out under the stars, and there are a number of campsites that are kind of head out there, especially over by where the large portion of the army is set. You can see a number of fires and uh, little lights as soon as the sun eventually crests for the day, uh, where a lot of the soldiers are scattered and still preparing for whatever movement is ahead of them. Keep an eye on the skies for birds. Okay. Uh, as you guys are. Uh, preparing and, and dusk sets in, you do see one of those large beasts kind of looming towards the city, like just naturally wandering in, wandering in that direction and begins to kind of gain some speed. <laughs> towards the edge, you hear a horn go, and another one, 
off behind it, and you see as a few a few soldiers come rushing out on that end of the gate as this huge beast is looming towards it, and it gets close, and then suddenly skids to a stop and turns around and bolts the opposite direction. Oh, they repel it, though you are not certain of the means or use. And it runs the opposite way for about a quarter mile and just kind of stops and sits there and kind of watch it and slowly begins to mosey northward away from the no city. No flashes, no lights, no. No. Interesting. But you bed down for the evening, gather your thoughts, gather your abilities, and think amongst yourselves what the next proper plan of action is before you're about to enter day two on the outskirts of the City of Beasts. And that's where we'll end. Yeah! Pick up there next week. That's cool. So good. It's, it's a very, I'm excited. Wow. This is a very different vibe from oh, where you started. Man. Yes. I'm a fan. I'm a firm. Yeah. Oh my Let's God. Let's update that. Yeah. That's yeah, you do. We'll get that one fixed. Let's just start the updates now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, don't forget tomorrow uh, at yeah. here at the Twitch channel at 7 p.m. is our search uh, for Grog one shot. Make sure to see that. Yes. 7 p.m. Pacific. Event of the season. Indeed. Um, and we'll see you next Thursday. But, Man. guys, thank you so much for joining us. We love you very much. And is it Thursday yet? <laughs> Good night. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Critical Role. If you've enjoyed this ever-weaving story, please consider rating and reviewing our podcast. You might just inspire someone new to hop on the wagon for the journey. We have plenty more stories to tell. Stay tuned, and we'll see you next time. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan-favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.